think we're good. I think we are good. good? If one of these cats fucking meows, I'm going to kick this house over. <laughs> Just a fucking one of them. They both look pretty comfy. So. Okay. And the dog is chill. All right. I think everybody's chill. Please don't kick the house over. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Sex, Drinks, Video Games, the podcast. I am your host, Lucia D'Elia, and I am joined by the most amazing, wonderful, awesome, Ryan Lance. It's so hot right now. It is boiling. I think I'm going to do this podcast naked. That's okay. I'm just going to completely just, just sit here naked. That's fine. I wish I could pull the fan right in front of me. Just to cool, feel the cool fan air, mm-hmm. but then all the mics would catch and it. You're sweaty, and then you just folds. Just, what are you, wow! <laughs> I like how you went from the most amazing, the most you awesome, are, to the sweatiest mean, of folds. Well, yeah, you can be awesome and amazing and still have sweaty folds. It doesn't. What they're not mutually exclusive. So, hi everybody, welcome to another episode of this raising is, your self esteem. Yeah, this is episode ten. Yeah. Of this amazing podcast. We did 10. We're, this is a, I would say this we is a milestone. We are two away from a whole year of doing this thing. It is true. We're That's almost at awesome. our, we're almost at our year. And that'll be mean. It's almost Halloween. Oh. <laughs> hey, we're getting back into our, our favorite time of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just spilled on myself. Whoops. That's good. Yeah. I'm starting off really strong tonight. <laughs> So, so yeah. what is um what is this podcast about? Our oh yeah, thank you for reminding <laughs> me because I always forget. So, we start off talking about some drinks, some boozy drinks, some alcohol drinks, some adult drinks. Then we slide into our sexy DMs and talk about some sexy stuff. And then we're all spent and ready to chill out and get into some video games get into some video games that's what we talk about you have sexy folds absolutely (laughs) 110% you can have sexy folds slide into your sexy folds exactly yes I don't ew I don't know it doesn't work for me no it's not it's not tickling your no your fancies it's not tickling my sweaty folds your sweaty folds (laughs) your sweaty folds (laughs) I think I think it's uh, I think I think you can have sexy folds, you know. Uh, what are you drinking? Oh, what am I drinking? Uh, that's a really good question. I put the bottle away. Oh my god! How will uh, we be able to share? Well, it is plum wine. Yeah, a Japanese plum wine. You've been asking for a plum wine for a while. I have. You know what? I'm really disappointed that there are not more sushi places that carry plum wine. I feel like the last few that we've been to have not had plum wine on their menu. To and be I've been very disappointed. F- to be fair, we don't really frequent a lot of different sushi places. So you're talking like two places, maybe three. And I've been disappointed by every single one of them. So that's <laughs> enough for me. Okay. So yes. So but you found a plum wine for me, which uh is 
very tasty, by the way. I was actually going to ask because really it was a shot in the dark. I didn't know if it no, was going to be good or not. No, it's really good. It actually um, doesn't have as viscous of a body as some plum limes I've had before. So I actually really like it. It's very is it um, sweet? It is sweet. It is a sweet wine. If no, I mean, but like, I'm, I'm asking like, I know it's a, it's like sort of a sugary wine. I'm, a, I'm sort of asking you about its sugar content. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. You say it's like very candy sweet? Yes. Or, okay. I would, I would say so. But like I said, the body on it isn't as viscous as ones I've had before, which I think is nice because I've had some plum wines that almost feel like you're drinking syrup and it's like you can have like a glass. And uh, like, I don't That's like enough. that at all. Yeah. This does not feel like that at all. It feels much lighter bodied, easier to drink, but it still has some sweetness to it. But it's not, I don't feel like I'm drinking syrup again. I got you. Know? you. Yeah. So it's good. It's really, really good. But you also brought home some amazing Sapporo. I did the other day. Yeah. I kind of wish I had more right now, but. So it kind of inspired uh, us talking about some Japanese style beverages. Yeah. Well, know? we had a fun night. We which did have was... a really fun night. So. What did we do? Tell them what we did. I, I will give them. Uh, so if I'm assuming some people know that I have another podcast. You do. What's it called? It's called Long Walks and Robots, <gasps> which is a movie podcast. Yeah. And um, a pop culture discussion. Yeah, well, we we it's mostly <laughs> like we watch a, another TV show and talk about that. <laughs> we do talk about some pop culture stuff, but it's uh. But you guys talk about video game or not video games? Um, you talk about like well, sometimes video games, but comic books. It's most. I mean, like but that. it's mostly the movie focus, right? Right. Same concept as a book club, but it's a movie club. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Anyways, uh, I so in during the week you usually uh jump on board with me and yep. do, and help me do my homework. Yep. So uh, the homework this week was watching both Space Jam movies. Which was so super fun. <laughs> it was really fun, but what we kind of made it fun for ourselves, though, we did. is we got usually, I don't know why, but sort of tradition for us on Saturday nights to get sushi. Yeah. So Saturday is kind of like sushi night. It I don't is. know. Yeah. It just kind of happened naturally. We just started to just do that, and now yeah. it's just sort of a thing. Yep. Um. I'm pretty so, sure they know us down at the sushi restaurant now. Oh, I bet at they this bet. point. They have to. We're calling every week. I mean, I know. come on. So anyways, we're ordering sushi, but I was like, you know, we, well, you were like, should we go out? Should we go to the sushi yeah. bar? And then I was like, why don't we get Japanese goodies and bring them home? Yeah. And then we can do the movie stuff yeah. and we can drink and we don't have to worry about driving. You bought anything. a ton of goodies. So I bought a bunch of Sapporo and then I bought a couple bottles of sake and mm -hmm. then I also got you a plum wine, which yeah. I didn't think we would drink all of it that night, but uh, we did a pretty good job. If I didn't have to work the next day, yeah. I probably would have drank all of it. We but... plowed through the two bottles of sake and we got through our beers and then some beers after that. Did you drink extra beer? Yeah, we well we drank. Did I drink extra beer? No, we because we ran out of the Sapporo and then we drank that Harlan. Oh, yeah. Was it Harlan? Yes, Harlan okay. does a Japanese style rice lager. Right. So yeah, it's, oh that's right, I forgot right. we drank that. So too. we can talk about oh, that shit. too. But um, yeah, we can. So anyways, but we decided that every single time that uh, LeBron or Michael Jordan made a basket, we had to do a shot. That we had to do a shot of sake. And then every time. Bugs Bunny said, "What's up, Doc?" We'd do a shot, right? And it didn't then, happen as often as and, we thought it would. No, it wouldn't, and then it, or it didn't. And then also, we were every time a Looney Tune, got an hurt. actual Looney Tune, not any side characters, but Looney Tunes. If they got hurt, we would take a drink. A drink, yeah. So yeah, we made a drinking game out of it. Dude. We had a lot of fun watching both Space Jam movies and then yeah. also drinking to them, which was not really like 
I don't know. In my mind, I didn't think that would be like an entertaining thing, but it was actually it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Because the movies are nonsense anyway. Yeah, watching the first one was super nostalgic for us, you know, but and then watching the second one was fun because it's brand new. But I think it the experience of watching the second movie was much more enjoyable while being pretty drunk. So yeah. I, yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. But I yeah, forgot. I totally forgot that we drank that Harlan beer, too. Yeah. I don't remember going to bed that night. <laughs> Me so. either. <laughs> so I've actually that. was. I actually had a little revelation in my own brain that I don't think I've ever gotten drunk off of sake. Like, I've had wow. sake over the years, yeah. but never enough. To make to me drunk. drunk. Yeah. Usually when you go to sushi, yeah. even if you're sitting at your table you or at the like, sushi bar, you have like a little bottle. Yeah. You share a couple shots sure. and then you're you're fine, right? Like well, it, the bottles that you got were actually pretty big. I feel like they're not the ones at the restaurants aren't as big. No, no, no. They definitely well, you can if you go to the restaurant, you can order the bigger bottle, but you're paying the larger price, right? I mean, we we got two decent bottles of sake. One was unfiltered, one was like a like a pearl something or other. I can't remember the exact names. I should have I should have well, kept Well, one the was bottles. a clear sake and one was a milky sake, which is like the nagori. Right. But they mm-hmm. they varied in price. One was like 15 bucks and the other one was like 8 bucks, which is not bad at all. Right. And neither one of them had a burn to them, but they were about 14 and a half percent. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, though. and w- the both nagori the, was tasty. The unfiltered one was a little um like slightly sweeter, but yes. it was really uh really nice. That blue bottle, that blue, like, um, tra- like kind of, I guess it was, it was like a translucent or like a, what do they call it? Like a frosted glass? Yeah, yeah. frosted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one, that one was very clean, like yes. super, super clean. That was the first one we drank. Right, because so. it was a little nicer. To go with this fresh sushi. And it wasn't and... as cold as the other bottles at the time. So right, yeah. right, 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 right. I feel like yeah. it would hold up a little bit better. If you don't know, with sake, a lot of times if you get it warmed up, it's because they're hiding its lack of quality. Yeah, you should always drink cold sake. I mean, I know people like warm drinks, and you know but you're you're masking. And the... what's so funny is that that's like the opposite for beer. Like, if you drink beer super duper extra cold, like when they say with cores, like don't drink it till the Rockies turn blue. You right. know why that is? Is because the beer is garbage. You know what's funny though, and I because it I, hides all the flavors in the and, off and stuff. For somebody who's worked in beer for a long time, um, it was so, that's just something. That you know, even working or working in craft beer, it, I really like cold beer. Like I love a really no, like sure. ice cold. I beer, do too. You know? But this idea of like Coors telling you you can't drink the beer until it's like oh, almost I know, I know. freezing, yeah. basically, because they don't want because as soon as Coors or Budweiser or any of these super oh, if they start American to warm up, lagers, they are fucking gross. <laughs> Yeah, they are so they bad. Are very nasty. Yes, um, and they smell bad. They're usually skunked or something. Right. By skunking, meaning like literally the beer smells like skunk. It's a process called um, isomerization, where the alpha acids and the hops interact with the UV lights, and it creates this like smell. So if you, that's why you should never leave your beer like sitting out in the sun. It'll smell really gross, and whatever you smell, you'll taste because ninety percent of what you taste is what you smell. So. Did you know that they purposely? Uh, skunk Stella and Heineken as well. Yeah, because Heineken, when they stopped importing it and actually brewing it in America, Americans did not like the way that it tastes because it wasn't skunked. Right. So they actually purposefully do that so it tastes more uh, authentic. And I'm using air quotes by saying yeah. authentic. I I found out that they actually run Stella like while they're making like while they're by basically through bottling that they, they run it through light mm-hmm. to actually like purposely. Yeah. I'm like, why? 
You're actually damaging the beer. Because it doesn't taste the way people are used That's to. That's so crazy They're to me. all Either, what stupid. Are they? Is Stella cl- uh, green bottles or clear? Uh, no, Stella... Um, it's green, right? Like in, I don't know. Now I'm kind of wondering. I know it's in a I don't can, remember. too, but the Heineken yeah. comes in a green bottle. I know that. And like yeah. Corona is a clear bottle, which is the fucking oh, worst the, for beer. It's the absolute Holy worst, Holy yeah. shit. Never drink beer out of a clear glass, please. Well, you know what is funny, though, when you say that? You say, oh, don't drink it out of a clear glass, but most shaker pints are clear. I meant like clear glass bottles. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, you're yeah. holding it. If you're drinking a shaker, like a shaker pint, which is your standard 16 ounce but at least, like, bar glass. But at least if you're drinking out of like a brown glass, which blocks like 80% of the UV rays, it's not already, most of the time, it's not already skunked. You know what I'm saying? So at least I know that, but I'm just saying that most glass, bars it's... don't offer that anyway. So. No, I know. So they don't offer, um, uh, style appropriate glassware so <laughs> most glassware is clear so yes you know no matter what you're gonna just don't leave it in the sun no or, yeah. don't leave it in the sun at all it's very bad for your beer to I do mean, that, so preachy so. on beer right now sorry but there's a little bit of a in- interesting like little factoid about that you guys got to learn something new about <laughs> uv light and how to fix your beer so you don't know don't the audience is probably just sitting there the being like i already fucking knew that they're probably like know. oh my god boring yeah. this chick and her fucking beer knowledge well, no always... one cares yeah could you I hey, Carl it. Sagan, could it. you leave your science at the door? Thanks. <sighs> Sorry. I just, you know, I just know so much and I care and I just wow. want to educate. Wow, I just know. I just want to educate. So much. I just have so much knowledge <laughs> to share with the world. Sorry. You've got so much to give. I have, I'm <laughs> queen of useless information. So. Uh, it's not necessarily useless. It's just stuff that no one cares about, so. Yep. Um, all right. Well, the other thing that we were talking about besides so... Uh, off our soapbox there. Yeah, no. Well, we were kind of, we veered off, but we were we were trying to talk about some uh, Japanese-centric yes. stuff. Yeah. So anyways, the sakes were delicious. I will get the name of this plum wine, too, by the way, yeah, when we take our first break. Yeah, let's find out so. about that. But the plum wine. I want to say it's called Kinsen. That's okay. what I think the bottle said. Do not quote me on that. I will find out for sure, but I'm pretty sure it says Kinsen. Yeah. And it's it's really, it's, it's good. It's a decent-sized bottle, too, which I'm really happy about. The plum wine is good. The Sapporos, we drank during Space Jam. Yes. And the sake was good. Yeah. So which one did you like better? Do you like the clear or the nigori? I, you know me. I, I've talked about it many times. I'm not a huge sweet tooth. So yeah. the, the less sweet was So you like the clear, be- the clear one? I enjoyed them both. Yeah. But I'm, I am glad that we started with that blue bottle first. Sure. Because once we, sw- I was already a little, had a little buzz yeah. going. So when we switched over to the sweeter one. It was totally tolerable. Right. Not that it was bad. It was very, very clean. Yeah. It was also clean. It was smooth. Mm-hmm. It just has that little bit of a sugary and Sure. Absolutely. Because it's, it, a lot of the proteins haven't been filtered out of yeah. it. So it totally makes sense that it would have a little more sweetness. So, you know, it's funny though, with, with that kind of where I was saying too, for that little revelation for myself was that I don't think I'd ever really gotten drunk off a of sake before mm-hmm. that. Not only was that a fun drunk. But even the next morning when I woke up, I did not feel that bad. Like, yeah. I didn't feel, like, super dried out or dehydrated. I was, I was a little bit, but I also got up a lot earlier than you did. So right. I think that might have affected it as well. Like, if I'd gotten, like, maybe, like, two more hours of sleep, it would have been sure, different. Sure, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I didn't feel that bad. No. You know, I was, a, I was, like, a touch hungover, but I drank some water and Gatorade at work, and I felt better by yeah. like noon, essentially. No, I was just surprised that I mean, after a night of like drinking shit tons of beer and yeah. stuff, I usually wake up and they say, "Go, oh yeah. crap," you yeah. know. But yeah, no, this was nice. It was just um, everything about it was enjoyable. So it was like a, I'm like, I want to do that again. Yeah. I want to like get some sake. Like, those. The thing yeah. about sake too is that those two bottles, 
they did well for me and you. Yes. And it really wasn't that expensive. No. You know? Uh, um, but it all depends on the kind of sake you get too, mm-hmm. which is like the same with wine or beer. Like the more uh, premium or high end, the higher the price point is, yeah. you know? So, and I just looked at the, the, the little liquor store down the street from us. They only had a few options. So yeah. I just tried to pick the, the best of the batch. Yeah. I think you did a really good job choosing those. They tasted awesome. Did you know that San Diego has a sake brewery? I did. I've actually been there. Yes. So shout out, I don't think he listens, but to my friend, Josh Hembry, who owns Setting Sun Sake. So if you are ever in San Diego, San Diego has one of the like only sake breweries in like this whole like probably Southern California area, I think, at least in San Diego anyway. And he does some really cool stuff. I was like, stuff. I bet there's something in LA. There might be, yeah. but um, but he has some really cool stuff. He makes clear sake and the nigori, which is like the milky sake. And then he's done like dry hopped sake and fruited sake and uh, like spices and flowered. And he does sake cocktails. He has a lot of really, really cool stuff. Things that you wouldn't think about because normally you think, oh, sake, like in the little glass, a shot or a sake bomb or whatever. But you never think, at least I didn't anyway, until I started talking to him about sake was kind of trying to not trying to reinvent the wheel but like trying to be innovative with it and he uses a very traditional 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 technique I mean, like he does his own like koji and everything like he's very um makes makes takes really great care in how he makes his sake and making sure that it is actually traditional so nice um i love um i kind of love that i mean there's something interesting about japanese culture where everything is like so deeply like steeped in tradition. Yes. But I, I kind of, I have a lot of respect for it, but also at the same time, I'm like, do you, I think we were talking about this for even like anime. Yeah. We were like, I was going like, you know, anime has similar themes that they run almost in, you can almost jump into any series and you're going to see similar stuff, right? You're mm-hmm. going to see the, the main characters like this or, it follows certain tropes sure. that a lot of anime is kind of always, they always, always, always end up in the same, the similar space and not that it's not enjoyable, but they kind of follow a formula. Sure. And I was like, do they do this? Like, is this all done on purpose because it's part of the tradition of how you do anime or is it just because they don't really know how to innovate away from it? You know, mm-hmm. I was kind of asking that to myself. Sure. Just thinking about it, because I, I enjoy anime. Yeah. I'm not a, a humongous anime fan, but well, a lot of animes are based on manga and and like comic books. They all kind of tend to carry a very similar formula, so it might be a formulaic thing more than it is like a oh we don't know how to do anything different, so we're just gonna kind of keep. I mean, doing I, it. I would stray from saying that American comic books are like that though. Like, I mean, yeah, if you're reading DC and Marvel, you're not gonna get like things too off the beaten path. And that's kind of what I meant when I said that. But when so. you go to some in like more uh, independent uh, comic book sure. companies, you're going to get those weird yeah, I ones, was, right? I was really, when I when I made that really broad term, I was really in my head thinking more Marvel DC. Like the mainstream you know, stuff. Exactly, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. yeah. like, you know, you kind of get a very similar formula to it. I'm not talking about like the graphic novels like Watchmen and stuff like that, yeah. which totally are their own separate entity. But, you know, most the mainstream comic books are very formulaic and manga is kind of the same way. Or ma- manga? Manga? I think it's manga. manga. It's okay. manga, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to be wrong. I have to do a corrections corner. Um, <laughs> but like manga follows a, simil- a very particular like formula. And so I just think that like since a lot of the animes are 
like translated from that. Yeah. I think that's why you see that. Sure. So. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't really take away from my enjoyment, but I'm always like watching it going, this is so weird and like so silly how they do some of this stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like you see, I've watched, you know, however many animes. I'm like, they're all, they're all like this. They all have that weird, like they have like such serious notes and then all of a sudden just like the craziest weird humor in the middle of it that right. just like seems really like they don't want something misplaced. to be so serious <laughs> and just be like oh it's yeah. just it's so serious and you can't no no i mean it's, I, it. I appreciate it. i think it's it's different for sure there's sure. nothing like japanese anime you know not yeah. especially like if you watch american cartoons of any kind you just don't get anything weird like that no, it's just I not know. the they're, same they're kind of they're very wacky or they're even american uh developed anime inspired stuff it's still not. It's, oh, it's, it's nothing. It's, yeah, close, Japanese yeah. anime is on another level for sure. Absolutely. So, but anyways, um, we got a little off uh, well, we topic always, there. Always do. Do but, we? Uh, yeah. At, no, every we're time. very regimented, and we have a rigid schedule in which we discuss things. Yeah, absolutely. I try to anyway, but <laughs> sure. You're uh, the derailer. So the you're the derailer. No, you. No, you are. All right. Well, the other thing that we were gonna that I wanted to touch on. Be, I'm assuming you're out of drink here. I am. So you're going to want to get more I would, drink. I should have just brought the bottle out. You should have brought Well, then it would have warmed would, up too fast. It's too hot. I know. I thought yeah. I was going to drink it a little bit slower, but. All right. You know what? Tasty. That's that's fine. Let's take a break. It's such a fast break, though. It is a fast break. Well, why don't we here? Well, well, the only other one that I really wanted to touch on was we were talking about Japanese rice lagers. We're talking about some of those can be a little bit more on the sweeter side. But one of the things that we touched on was the difference from drinking Japanese like Japanese lager and then drinking an American Japanese, Japanese style, style yeah. was that when we tried that Harland one, it was like you were even made a good point. You were like, corn Oh, chippy. it was like corn chippy. It was yeah. almost on the verge of being like in the, uh, the Mexican style a little bit. You know? yeah. and, and it was sweeter too. I will, I will say though, I I've had, you know, I, Oh, anytime I see like a Japanese style rice lager, like on a menu at a brewery, I have to try it because I really? love that style. I tend to avoid them. Oh no, I have to try oh, okay. it because I want to see if they make a good one. Because I have one besides like your standard like Sapporo and Asahi and Kirin. Like I have a I have a Japanese rice lager from a craft brewery that is my personal standard for all other Japanese rice lagers. They don't make it very often, so I'm always looking for something that's comparable. And most things fall short and Bottle Logic Brewing is listening to me right now. <laughs> if any of my friends who who know me from Bottle Logic, they know I am obsessed with their Japanese rice lager called Hanamachi. And a friend and former coworker of mine used to be like their head brewmaster, brewing operations director, basically. And I was totally that person. And I was like, dude, are you ever going to make this beer again? I'm sorry. And he was just like, at the time, they couldn't do it. And I was like so bummed. And then they rebrewed it again and they put it in fucking cans. And I missed the opportunity to get some. And I was so sad about it. But that beer is so good because it's like crisp and it's clean mm-hmm. and it has a subtle riceness to it. Is that a word? Riceness? riceness? Is that a word? Hmm. Riceness. Right? Ricey? Riceiness? I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Um, but it was just literally the best and i've had a few from a few other places like pure project here in san diego makes a rice lager once in a while that they call sensei that one's good still hanamachi is my favorite harland it's fine um hanamachi still my favorite yeah you know so i'm not a, i 
after trying the Harlan one, I wasn't a big fan of it. It it worked with what was what we were doing that night, but I was like, yeah, one and done. Uh, yeah, I I you know, I was not too hot on that particular beer. Um, we've been to one of their locations, and their beer was totally good. Their location was beautiful. Um, some this, of the IPA, the, like the West Coast style IPAs, I tried were actually not bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, this particular, I think, just lagers are hard. You know, they're a really hard style to master. And so I think that, you know, a lot of breweries kind of struggle with it, but I still appreciate that they go out of their way to make them because they take way longer to make than your traditional like IPA or blonde ale or anything like that. You know, so I appreciate the effort, you know, but I just think that it takes a long time to perfect those styles, you know? So absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. Get you another, get you some more plum wine. Oh, I thought you were. You sounded like you had completed your sayings well i have other things to talk about when it comes to japanese beverages but we can come back to that when we go for our break so i can get more right plum wine. fill up on plum wine okay. and then come back okay and tell me more okay are we ready ready you're ready okay hold on what happened i gotta talk about something oh shit you guys oh shit you guys <gasps> Guys, listen, listen. I grabbed the bottle of this plum wine, this Japanese plum wine. I, we, you know, we, we, and we assumed. I wanted to get the name so I could be quoted on this. We made assumptions. And I was reading the bottle, and it's all lies. <laughs> all lies. So the name of the bottle, or the wine, whatever this bottle of lies is it's called kinson plum original it is a grape wine with natural plum flavors and caramel oh there's that artificial and it's made in berkeley california oh old berkeley Hmm. the product of the usa takara sake usa incorporated uh, it is the perfect party wine, according to its label, and I'm uh, I'm a little disappointed. Are you enjoying it less now because you know it's American? A little bit, a little bit. Wow. I mean, you know, I'm just sad. If you, I was if like, you like it, exci- you like it. I was all excited. I was like, this is cool plum wine. Let me talk about, and it's not even fucking Japanese. Well, they put it in the Japanese section <sighs> of the little liquor store that it's I was ja- at. It's a Japanese styled plum wine. <laughs> I did not read the bottle for. Oh. I'm not blaming you. No, no, no. I'm means. just saying that when I grabbed it, I just assumed, mm-hmm. you know, it was with the sake. So, right. I mean, yeah. it is a Japanese style plum sure. wine, but. No, by no means is this a traditional plum wine. And do We're, my you research. know, we should. It's okay. It's okay. I don't blame you. I uh, blame the fucking product label. Blame Berkeley, really? Fuck Berkeley. <laughs> full of potheads. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, Grandma. <laughs> out there smoking the marijuana. Um, but we should try and see if we can find like a bottle of a traditional plum wine because I wouldn't. I would like to try like an actual traditional plum wine in comparison to what I've had like at, at like sushi places and see if there's any dramatic difference, you know? I wonder if um Holiday Wine Cellar would carry a traditional Japanese plum wine, you know? 
they carry a lot of stuff that's imported. So I would wonder if they carry something like that. By the way, Holiday Wine Cellar, if we've never mentioned it before, is a liquor store here in North County, San Diego. That's been around for 50 plus years. They're awesome. They carry every kind of yeah, it's a good, it's a cool beer store. and liquor and wine. And they carry scars. And I mean, every and anything you could possibly think of, they probably have it. And if not, they could probably get it for you. So I assume they would probably carry a traditional plum wine there. We just yeah. have to go look for it. Uh, if they're even letting people in the store, they weren't doing that. I know. I They might be now because apparently the pandemic's over. So <laughs> Sure it is. Yeah. Delta will get you. Yeah, it's over, right? Okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, but no, I also wanted to kind of touch a little bit on um, like, have you ever tried a Japanese whiskey? Uh yeah, the Centauri, I think. Is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, I don't know what it's called. That's like Do the most that? popular, most famous one. That branding goes a long way. I think that's what it's called. It could be. Pull out our Google machines. Could be wrong. Japanese whiskey. Here we go. Um, Japanese whiskey. What is it? Uh, there's Hibiki mm-hmm. and let's see brands. Uh, okay, of course it doesn't give me anything. Best Japanese whiskey. There's Nika Suntory. Yeah, there you go. Hatozaki, Tagauchi, uh, different Nika, the Chaita Hatozaki Pure Malt, Hibiki Japanese Harmony whiskey. So yeah, I've actually never had the chance to try any of these, but I would love to. Like, I wonder how they differ in comparison to like american whiskeys jet ja- uh japan really got like they really got into this whole whiskey thing yeah yeah japanese love a lot of like american style culture stuff so like they love like drinking budweiser out there instead of like their traditional japanese beers which is kind of sure interesting to me. you want to pull in things i mean we do it all the time mm-hmm. we bring in things from everywhere else because we don't want the thing that we all, you know, the, sure. the grass is always greener, right? No matter always. wherever you, wherever yeah, you are. But they love like American style stuff. So I, I would just, I would like to try a Japanese whiskey, you know? Yeah. So I think it would be really fun. No. But, yeah. We can, I mean, those, those again, I don't like know the, where to get those. Centauro's, but... I mean, Centauro, huh? Centauri is like pretty readily available. You can mm-hmm. get it at most stores. Okay. Um, I'll have to, we'll have to grab some and try it. Yeah. So. I don't, I've, I don't, I've had Centauri, but it's been a really long time. I don't remember if I liked it or not. Yeah. It's been that long okay. that I just have, uh, don't really have a fresh memory on it. Huh. So I would definitely need to try it again. Have you ever been, since you are like the karaoke master, have you ever been to like a Japanese karaoke bar? Uh, we did go to a, yeah, it was like a, I it heard wasn't they're a pro- wild. It wasn't a proper thing. It was oh. like a private room kind of thing. Yeah, and that's usually but, what they are though. But they were, yeah, but they're, I mean, it was, um, like owned and operated by uh, yeah no asian family or something like that i don't know what the fuck it was but uh yeah no i mean but it wasn't like there's an audience you know yeah you're not like in a bar with a i don't know yeah that's usually what it is these japanese businessmen like rent these karaoke rooms right and then just drink and sing karaoke together which i think is really interesting yeah it's kind of fun you kind of get like i feel like when you get the private rooms with the crowd like you get like everybody kind of gets involved sure it's a little different when you're at like a bar where people are just getting up and doing it or whatever yeah it's it was fine i don't know i I did notice that the karaoke quality like the actual tracks Uh 
not very good. Oh, really? <laughs> it's very elevator music oh. version of each song. You know, you're going like, what the fuck is this? How funny. Yeah, and they're like lacking, you know. Like it's missing a lot of They're lacking layering. production and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's That's pretty, funny. It is funny, but yeah, they're, they're, they can be fun. I think you just have to go with the right group. You I know? would love to go to an actual, like in Japan, like a Japanese like karaoke bar and like watch some like 40 year old Japanese businessmen like just drink like fishes yeah. and sing Britney Spears. I would I'm love in. that. I'm totally down. That'd be so cool. Well, we want to take a trip to Japan. We so. do for my birthday in a couple of years, in like 10 years. Yeah. Your 45th, when I your 45th birthday. Turn 30 in 10 years. <laughs> I would love to go to Japan. Yeah. Well, we're, we're trying to so. figure that out. Maybe, maybe someday we'll be able to travel again. Right. Everything oh, will be knows? fine. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that'd be really, 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 really fun. So I would love to go to Japan. Okay. Now here's another question for you Uh-oh. of, of the Japanese loggers, like the ones we get at like sushi bars, which one's your favorite? Oh, it, hands down Sapporo. Oh yeah. Every time. Okay. I mean, I've had Kieran. I've had, um, Asahi. 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 I always say it wrong. Um, you always say it like acai, like an acai bowl. There's a really random one too. Uh, it's it's not. It's actually not Japanese. I think it's like Indonesian or something. It's called chong lager. Mm. That one's got a little elephant on it, and that one's actually oh, pretty yeah. good. I usually see that at like Thai restaurants and stuff. Right? Maybe it's Thai. Maybe, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. what it is. I yeah, think so. that one's actually pretty tasty. Yeah, I haven't had it in a long time, but. Uh, Ooh, you know what, what? else was, was fun? Those Russian beers. Russian beers. Yeah. yeah. Man, they don't they're hard to find now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh but, you know, I I have a favorite sushi bar in San Diego that I love going to. And I like to sit at the bar. It's like a very Americanized style like sushi place called Sushi Deli. But they have three different locations and I think it's Sushi Deli 3 is the one in like Kearney Mesa. And I love to sit at the bar cuz while I don't condone a chilled glass, I will for Sapporo. And they have draft Sapporo and they pour it in a chilled glass and it is the most delicious thing you've ever fucking had. You in don't life. condone it's... a chilled glass? No. Okay. I condone freezer glasses no, for sure. I do not. As, Absolutely. As a, as a beer purist. I don't get the fuck out of here. Is traditional in her get ways of drinking beer. Out do of not here. condone All a right. chilled glass. But mm. in the case of draft Sapporo, I absolutely want that, that glass chilled. Because it tastes so good. And then eating like the salmon carpaccio. Oh, my God. It's so delicious. And I want to go back so bad. You know, uh, speaking of Japanese stuff, for some reason, I have definitely been on like a Japanese anime kick. Like I've been wanting just been like also Japanese games, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But uh, there's like I I started I was like, man, we started watching um, an anime called Fire Force. And I think the animation is incredible, and I love it's such a weird concept. So I'm actually like really like interested in that show, and I want to see where it goes. And then on my own time, I started watching this other one that I've heard is really good called Demon Slayer, which is on Netflix right now. Fire Force is on Hulu, Demon Slayer is on Netflix. But I've been starting to watch. I've been, like when I have time, I've been like mm-hmm. throwing an episode here and yeah. there, and uh, I'm I'm kind of stoked. Like I I haven't like really been into anime in a while like mm-hmm. i've I've kind of like fallen off and now yeah. i'm kind of getting back into it i was kind of like that too i had a moment i had a uh, time in my life where i was just whatever could get my hands on but also at that time it was really hard to get a hold of anime like now it's 
totally different. You can totally find it everywhere. You can find it on streaming services. You can get it on Crunchyroll. You yep. can buy, you know, whole se- series sets on like Amazon. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm kind of like getting kind of back into that uh that role, and I've been like playing. I've been there was a, like I said, I some game stuff that popped up recently too that I kind of want to try out. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. Let's uh, I, you know, if you have any other alcohol topics, yeah, we need another Japanese related. No, not or really. Any general alcohol topics? Is there anything that you wanted to cover or talk about regarding no, alcohol? I'm I'm covered right now. I don't have anything. Did we want to transition? Yeah, let's let's move into our next okay topic. So, what's the deal mm. with milfs? What do you mean? Well, I mean, what's the deal with milfs? What is why the deal? are milfs like a thing? I don't know. I mean. Are moms that that hot, though? See, I think about, I think that when people say MILF, which is the mother I would love to fuck, right? But I don't know if it's strictly, I feel like it's kind of not cougar status, but well, no, because I feel like there's a disconnect between the MILF and the cougar. The cougar is on the hunt for the young. That's fair. For the young okay. guy. Yeah, and I then can the see cougar that. can also be maybe not so enticing, right? Sure. She's the one that's like looks like she's been at the bar for her whole life. She's been drinking yeah. a lot of Japanese whiskey. <laughs> she's just no, she's been drinking King Cobra, is what she's been oh, doing. Shit. Yeah. And there's like those barfly ladies mm-hmm. that are considered cougars because they're kind of on the hunt for the young meat, sure. right? They're looking for the young guys. And, or, and they could yeah. be considered a MILF, I suppose, right? If you But I think in the con in that particular context, say, yeah, that would be a cougar. But right. You're, and so, but your but your MILF is like your buddy mom that you're like, dude, sure. The milkers on her. Wow, like, the milkers. What? No, what? I never really liked that term. No? That's a weird oh, one. The tits on her. <laughs> I think she's had a couple kids, so right. they're like Well, I don't know. I guess there's some they're voluptuous. If I think back to my childhood or my adolescent years, I don't remember any of my friends' moms being attractive. No, and I don't either, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Like, I think this idea of like a MILF has been like, uh, is more of like, obviously more of a recent thing. Like, the first time I ever remember MILF being like a thing was honestly like American Pie. Okay. You know, when oh, yeah. Stifler's right. mom, you know, like that was the first time I remember that being like a thing and then still being like, that's like, I thought it was not weird, but like, I was like, I was like, oh man, he fucked his mom like that. Wow. Like, mm-hmm, wow. Mm-hmm. Like who does that? You know? But yeah, I know. And then this whole thing kind of rolling kind of from, I mean, obviously it'd been a thing before then they were kind of marketing that, but I'd never encountered it. So, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh yeah, MILFs and MILFs. And now there's a whole thing called DILFs, like dad, I'd like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's, and, and see, now that's. <laughs> No. I mean, no. I didn't make it up. Ew. I didn't make it up. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. Happens. Mm. Old people need to get sex, too. Not with young people. How do you Ew. know? That's gross. If it was just... See, here's... No. What if it's if it's just a one-nighter? Ew. I'm just saying. No. I'm not saying for me. I'm saying, like, what if... Uh, what? You're always like, oh, more power to you, to each his own. Just go do you, do you, boo, 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 doo, 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 doo. This is you every fucking time you're preaching on this goddamn podcast about, oh, just be yourself and run around. Okay, gra- just- you're a grandpa. <laughs> you're a gilf. <laughs> what I'm saying is 
what if a younger guy is into older ladies and he wants to like plow his way through an old folks home? <laughs> I'm just saying it's not for you. Might be for him though. And if the grandmas are into it. That's fine. <laughs> But just just remember that the rate of sexually transmitted infections is much higher in the elderly community than you might think. It is, actually. It is. Gonorrhea which is rampant. Is so fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, it is and it isn't, but yeah, it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't think that that was like a thing in the elderly community, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I have like really weird like imagery in my head now. Oh boy. Oh man. You know, it's like the idea of like a MILF is one thing, but like, I mean, because I'm obviously because I'm a girl, like a DILF, like I've definitely known some like hot dads where I'm like, well, what's up with your dad? I think that's the thing about the, the parameter of this, right? As soon as you become, I mean, if you want to go for like actual, I think a lot of times when people talk about MILFs, they talk about women that are at least in their mid forties. Okay. Yes. But if you really want to cover this as a, like the term mom, then you're a MILF as soon as you become a mom. You could sure. be 25 but years I, old. But I think that really a MILF, that the term is, I, I feel like the term is mostly, yeah, yes, I, I agree with you what yeah. you're saying. But also I feel like the term really comes from like her like teenage and adolescent like children's friends who are like, I your mom it. is super hot. You know, but, you know, you guys kind of touch on this a little bit on your podcast where it's like the 80s were really tough on some people and people do not look the same. I mean, and a people, 50 year old people 50, in general just look more youthful a now. 50 year old yeah. mom now. Super duper MILF uh, compared to a 50 year old mom like when we were growing up. Not so much, you know, so unless it was like Beverly Hills and Plastic Surgery Central. but. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like moms nowadays are, you know, taking care of themselves better. They're fit. They're healthy. They're like doing yoga and shit. I mean, they were hot. They were hot like mom type characters in the eighties. Sure. Like Adrian Barbeau in the uh, in in That's the fog. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. She's got big boobies, hanging out in the lighthouse, doing a little radio show. Got a little sultry voice going yeah, on. Is she? But is she a mom? Yeah. Then? She's got the kid running around, get trying to get eaten by the the uh, fog pirates. You almost forgot what they were, huh? I was going to say smoke pirates for some reason. <laughs> I don't pirates. know why. <laughs> the smoke pirates? I was like, what are they again? It's oh, called yeah, it's the, the smoke. The smoke. <laughs> John Carpenter's The, the smoke. smoke. I'm surprised they didn't make that. Because we have the mist and the fog. <laughs> yeah. The smoke. The, <laughs> the ha- smoke. The haze. Oh, uh, the haze bros. Yeah, the haze bros. It's just haze bros coming out. Like, going, <laughs> just like, coming out of the Hazy IPAs. Uh, Do you have milkshake IPAs? It's a fucking Is that nightmare. a murky IPA? Well, we're not talking about oh, that anymore. Oh, bro, it's so juicy. Oh, that's haze bros. Stop it. I don't like this movie. <laughs> I don't like this movie either, but, <laughs> you know, it could um, be a thing. So It could, but let's make it never happen, though. I, um, I agree. No, uh, I mean, if we're talking about, like, yeah, I mean, the mom characters from the 80s, there were definitely, I think that there's some, there's definitely, I think that, that's what, that's what I'm saying, is that it's hard to really define it, because mm-hmm. there's no, the parameter is that you are a mom. Right. That is it. Right. So your age range for being a mom is is completely broad, right? Yeah. You could sure. be at any age. Like, you could see sure. a guy who's a dad who's 30 and be like, you're hot. 
Yeah. You know? I know. I follow an Instagram page. It's called Dilfs of Disneyland. Oh, my oh, Christ. Dude, there are some <laughs> choice, choice, prime, interesting prime that, men walking interesting around Disneyland. I'm learning about this right now. Oh, yeah. 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 Guess what's we're up? never going to Disneyland again. No, we are. We're going every day for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, But here's my question for you. Would you ever a mill? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think if it was not too crazy age-wise. Like if she was like a true MILF, like, yeah. you know. I mean, the, the, here's the problem with this right now. Right. Your question is that, would you hook up with a chick that was like, okay, let's say we're going for mid-40s here. Yeah. Would you hook up with a chick in your mid-40s? You're like, yeah, but now my age range is not that far away from the mid-40s. Okay. If let's, I was in my 20s or th- something. And then right. let's, let's change the action. So like, say, say you're between the ages of like 22 and 27 mm-hmm. would would you at that time in your life if you met a milf that would say like 45 between 43 and 50, 49 uh-huh. would you i mean if she I, was like what's up if i thought she was attractive and i didn't think it was gonna try and go anywhere besides that time like I wouldn't want to be pursuing a relationship with somebody like that. What if she? What if she was like, let's be benefits, like friends with benefits, kind of a thing. I don't know. That's a hard. That's a harder one to. That's a harder one to go into. I can't. I, I don't. I can't get that far okay, into the okay, future okay, with okay, this okay. person. Okay. I'm so, just talking about a okay. like a one nighter. Sure. Okay. One nighter. Sure. Why not? I don't. I don't feel like I would discriminate. I feel like as long as I found the person attractive, I don't think I would go for it. If I was like, ew, older lady, gonna fuck her just because she's older. Did you any know? of your friends have a milf? <laughs> well any of your friends have a hot mom there was a guy oh here we go that was um he uh used to be in my band and he was hooking up with a older lady oh yeah but none of us in the band found her to be attractive oh but he that's, did well i mean that's you know his sure. own thing we it was not for us beauty is yeah. in the eye of the beholder i suppose but we were we were not you know he that was his thing he oh, was yeah but- I think I think these days for me to be able to appreciate any form of milf, yeah. quote unquote, I wouldn't know them. I mean, like they'd sure. be you know walking around Di- sure. Disneyland, and yeah, exactly. And there's a there's an Instagram for that too. If you want to start I, following, I bet it. there is milfs of Disneyland. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, a lot of people that I know, like you were saying, like the age gap is much smaller yeah or they're my age and i'm like right you're hot and you're a dad so you're well, like a we dove, are now but also like you're my age our generation so. are now parents so ew yeah if you think about it well most of our most people we know are parents and uh that's so they fall into these categories and that's and that's gross sorry yeah. shit happens yeah age, yes age, yes it does age happens it does, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Me personally, like, if I was like in my twenties and there was some like forty year old dude that I thought was hot, I would absolutely like, and I would probably be like, I would pursue a relationship. You know, I'd be yeah. like into, I'd be like into that. But I also, I've always kind of liked older guys because I always thought the guys my age were all fucking idiots and dum dums. Sure. So I, I feel like, and which is funny because I ended up actually dating quite a few guys that were younger than me right. which is like weird hey, i don't know how that worked out but i've got like i've got like three or three or four that i've dated that were like younger than me and i'm like i don't know what happened um i mean that's you know you gotta test your waters 
I guess so. You know, like the youngest I ever went was uh, seven and a half years younger than me. That's pretty. And that was weird. That seems like a lot. Yeah, that was a little bit weird because like in the beginning it was fine because we have a lot of things in common because I'm very like young at heart. So I'm into a lot of like quote unquote like young people things, you know, or whatever the hell. But um, <laughs> no, it's funny. That was a question I, I got Young asked. people no, things. No, because that was funny because I got asked that question like in an interview it was like, how do you think you can like relate to like some of our younger employees? And I'm like, well, I'm a fucking kid. Yeah. I'm a child in my heart. I'm an adult. I can do this job, but also I'm a child. You should have just tried <laughs> to say a bunch of stuff that was like totally outdated. You're like, I'm totally hip with it, dog. Um, Yo, I know all the cool diggity shit. dog. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm all hip to be square and stuff. R- right. Um, <laughs> Jesus, that hurts my heart. You can leave. That hurts. I need. I think I should go. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think you know. So in the beginning, it all worked out like totally fine because like. We were both into a lot of the same things. Like we watched a lot of the same shows and movies and music wasn't necessarily the same, but also like not everybody listens to the same kind of shit that I listen to. So I'm very like open to that, but it was totally fine. And then as things kind of went further along, like we're like three months into the relationship, I was like, he needs to clean his room. He needs to clean his bathroom. He needs to like be an adult. And like, there was just like none of those things that were happening. And I'm like, Okay, I don't know how much longer this can work out. So it was fine in the beginning, but then it just ended up like, hey, what's that feeling? Uh, not like a r- adult relationship. What's you that know? unwritten rule? It's something like the 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 youngest you can mm. date. It's like half, half your, your age, age plus seven. Plus seven. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what's That's, yours? What is that? I have to do I don't math. Know. Let's let's figure this out. Okay. I don't want to talk about Hold how on. old I am. No, we don't have to say exactly. So but we'll that's, just no, go. that's fine. I don't so, care. Right. Equals mm-hmm. plus seven. So I could date a 25 and a half year old right now. Oh, me. Oh, what is up? Me too. Yeah. What is the fuck up? I would never, but 25 and a half. I feel like if you're going to date somebody in their 20s, I feel like at the age of 25 or older is the best time to do that. Early 20s, real, real rough. I will actually quasi disagree with you on that. Well, at least, okay. Let me let me backtrack a little bit. I say, I think for, on my perspective. I mean, unless you're fucking 20 also. Right, 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 right. I think dating a girl who's in her late 20s is totally acceptable to do that. I think for women that are my age, dating a man in their late 20s, I would wait until he turns 30. <laughs> there is literally, I'm, I'm not kidding, because with my, all my dating years, there is literally something chemically that happens to men when they turn 30 until they turn 30 they are fucking idiots and then they turn 30 31 32 and something like a chemical gets released or something disappears (laughs) i don't know but they become like functioning humans once they hit 30 it's when our metabolism stop working maybe that's what it is i don't know but before they're 30 they can't get their shit together but once they're 30 or older, then it seems like men mostly are figuring out their lives and figuring out themselves. Yeah. So I just feel like if you're going to date younger, like at least wait until they're 30. Yeah. And then, and I, can, I mean, them. I can say for myself when I was in my 20s that all I, I mean, I had a job, but all I wanted to do was uh, party, like play music and party. That was yeah. it. 
I mean, that's kind of all I want to do now, but <laughs> I'm just a lot older. You really, well, but you also realize you're like, I have responsibilities and I have bills. Well, I don't and... want them. I mean, I'll give them back. Oh, I would too. If I could trade for just like, just playing music and going out and partying all the time, I'll do it right now. Ha- I'll hand it. you all my stuff. <laughs> You'd be like, here's everything I'll turn, I I'll own. turn in my badge. Here's my entire DVD <laughs> collection. I no longer want it. You would never. Oh, no, not on my DVDs. Let's go for something less. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I feel like there is just, there is literally something that happens to men when they turn 30. Like, I don't know if it's all of a sudden they realize they're 30 and they're not like, quote unquote, like kids anymore. I think that, I think that, I think what you're talking about and it could, I mean, it's a, it's, it could be a sex thing. It could be a cultural thing, but I think what it is. Yeah. I mean, age in general, it catches up with you. And they have always told, you know, they always tell young girls like, Hey, you know, Girls mature physically and emotionally sooner than boys do. And so I think there is a little bit of that to it as well. Whereas a girl in her late 20s has a completely different mindset than a man in his late 20s. You know, so I think like if you were to date a woman in her late 20s, I think you would be totally fine. But if I were to try and date a man in his late 20s, depending on the man, there are there are always exceptions to these rules. Not that there are rules, but you know what I'm saying. I think it would be harder for me to like kind of maybe connect with somebody like that at least in a more deeper way yeah, than if it, you yeah. were to try to connect with a girl in a deeper way but also we are in the age of the internet and tiktok and it could be really different i don't know i mean i, I definitely i think we were talking about this i don't know a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. but i was in my mind i don't i have a very like youthful same and i tell i tell me this all the time i'm like I kind of forget how old I am sometimes where because I don't think about it. I don't think about my know? age very much. I, don't I think about my kind of mentality and towards things. I think about things. the things that I like, you know? Right. I'm- but I'm, so what I was saying was that I was looking around and then seeing like this guy who was a, a busser at a restaurant. And I was like, man, he looks so young. And then it made me go, man, I, lo- I'm, I feel like I look old, you know? But it really kind of made me think about my age at that time. Right. But because he looked young. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't really feel like that. But I, when I saw him, I could notice a difference in yes. you know, that kind of thing. I was yes. like, going, oh, man, I guess I'm but then, older. <laughs> but then we were watching a show the other night where this lady is like, I'm 38 and I'm from blah, blah, blah. And she looked like she was 58. Yeah. I and, mean, I w- that's and I just, was, uh, and my age was not much different than hers and i was like i do not look like that no but i think that all. that can come down you to know? a lot of genetic stuff i too. know but there yeah. are a lot of people that are like you know you think of a 38 year old or a 40 year old and you're like oh man so old and i was like i don't look like that yeah. you know at all well, i think you're in your own mind you you still feel like you look very young or you feel like you look very young but then when you compare yourself but to I, somebody else. But I have people all the time to tell me like when i tell them how old i am because i you know i make jokes i'm like oh, i'm an old lady and they're like they're like you're not that old. I literally had someone at my last job be like, oh, wait till you turn 30. And I was like, oh, honey, <laughs> I am past 30. And they were like, what? And I was like, no, legit. And they're like, they're like, and I told them how old I was. And they were like, they're like, I would have put good money on the fact that you were like 28, 29, like not quite 30 yet. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm past 30, like for sure. And so, you know, I get a lot of people that don't, I don't, I don't think I can pass for under 30 anymore. But I definitely think I can pass for like early 30s 
which I'm totally okay with. But, you know, I don't, I see a lot of people like my age or even younger than me. And I'm like, because I used to ID all these people that were like younger than me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you look old as fuck. And you're like 10 years younger than me. Well, I mean, again, it's all, it's, it's all, it's, I mean, really, it just breaks down to your own genetics. Sure. Or how many drugs do you do? Or how much you smoke? Or how much you drink? Or whatever yeah. the fuck, you know? I must have amazing genetics because I look great for my age. Oh, my God. Thank well, you. keep patting yourself on the back. Thank you. And yeah. I just got my hair done today. I look super fly wow. and awesome. Fly. I look fly. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 1995 called. They want it back. No, they want you back. I was, actually. I was, <laughs> I was too young. They're ready. They're ready for you to come home. I was a young, chilling. Uh, oh yeah, chilling children. Chill, chilling children. All right. Well, um, uh, but yes, yes. Old interrupty bones. Yes. What were you gonna say? No, I don't even know now. You um, derailed once again. Please sorry. finish your thoughts. No, I was just gonna say. So milf, milfs are interesting. Um. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that that's uh. It's. It's kind of a, it's too, uh, it's just too broad of a thing. You Not know? gonna lie though, I'd be super into a dilf though. So when I, I was like I my twenties, I'd be like, yeah. "What's up?" I think you already said that you were down. I'm with so that. into that, yeah, super into that. I just don't. I don't think I. For me, it would have never been a like a relationship pursuit, unless I mean, sure. unless I had some wildly crazy connection with the person that you I are was. an old soul. So yeah, it's possible that could have happened. I mean, I guess it's possible. We're. <laughs> we were talking about it on my other podcast, actually, about how that guy that played um, Aaron Taylor Johnson or whatever, the guy that played Quicksilver in the, yes. like, he's been with an older lady for, like, a really long yes. fucking time. And I think she was in her late 30s, and he was 19 when they met. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And they've been together for a long, they have a kid together. She had a kid at, like, 39. But again, I think it's that to each his own, right? Because we saw a picture of her, sure. and I was like. Ew. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, "What's up? I'll put it in you." Hey, I mean that's boner. Something working. So yeah, something, he, something's into, working over there, dude. He's into. He's been in. He's been with her since he was like nineteen. So he's been like, you know, they've been married for a while now. And I think that, but so. she would have categorized as that. Well, I mean, unless she didn't have it. No, she probably didn't have a kid at the time. She would have been. No, I think she's got kids from other marriages. Okay, well, from another way. marriage. Who cares? I think she would have been a cougar for sure. Yeah, whatever. Because he met her. Like, I don't think you could be a cougar until you're forty. You have to be in your forties. I think so. Yeah. And then there's See, like, that's different. It, cougars aren't as broad of a term. Mom is like you're a hot mom when sure. you're a mom, right? Right. But but I think mom. You can't, I think you can't be a cougar until you hit forty. Right. But I also think that a milf, that term milf, really comes from the idea of whether or not adolescent and teen boys find you hot. I think you're making a lot of assumptions. I think we need to look it up in Urban Dictionary. I don't think Should Urban we? Dictionary is the thing, Should we? the thing that settles all other but things. But I think that I, I think that that's what that is. I don't so. give a salty fuck what it says. How about that? Our fans should write in and tell us at <gasps> SDVG at podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> wow. You want to say that more together? Our fans should write in and tell us what they think a MILF is versus a cougar at sdvgpodcast at gmail.com. There you go. There we go. So, um, or you can uh, people feel send, so inclined. Uh, or Instagram send, message. Or send me an Instagram message. I've already gotten a couple of those. So Nice. You know. Yeah. Oh, we finally that? did. I mean, side note, but we did, uh, we did start a Twitter now, too. And my Instagram, unfortunately, has been a little bit quiet lately, so I apologize for that. I did start a new job, which is taking up a lot of my time. 
So we don't I need to will... know about what you're doing in your spare time. You don't need to make excuses. Just say you don't do well with Instagram and you don't do well with social media and you just can't get your shit together. Because I'm posting all the time on the Twitter account and I have a job too. So let's take a little sip of this uh, beverage over here. Yeah. And you don't work even though you're at your job. I'm actually working at my job. So I'm not constantly on my phone. That's hilarious. Just so you That's know. That's hilarious. Anyway, so now we have an Instagram. Now we have a Twitter. We have an email account. So message us on whichever platform suits you. And I would, we would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you to see if that I'm right. Um, <laughs> but also, I wanted to touch on another topic that kind of plays into this idea of like cougars and MILFs and things like that. Let's talk about swingers. Have you ever known a group of, like, a pair of swingers? I don't think so. No, you don't think so? If if I did, okay, so I probably have, but I didn't know. Like, I you don't know, know they swingers? that they're mm-hmm. swingers. I don't think I've ever run into a, you have to be, okay, you can be swingers, not be married, right? That's not like a thing. You, ha- you don't have to be no, married. No, a, a, yeah. a couple can be a swingers. A couple, yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Nobody off the out of the like off the top of my head have ever been like, "Hey, come over for our weird orgy or something." But that's not always necessarily the case. It doesn't have to be an orgy. I know that. So. I'm just saying nobody's ever been like, "Hey, mm-hmm. what's up? You want to bring your girlfriend over for a night of I've times? I've known two couples that were swingers. Interesting. Actually, hold on. We're waiting. Three or four, I think, now, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Two that immediately came to mind, but I think I've known a few more than that, actually. But, um, so, not too far from where we live, there is a community up on this hillside called San Ilejo in North County, San Diego. And apparently, from what I've heard, I don't know if it's true. I think it's There bullshit. is supposedly a large community of swingers. And how you can tell if the if the household is a swinger household is if there is a garden gnome on their front lawn or porch. Like, so right in the very front of the house, if there's a garden gnome, apparently that is a swinger household and they're down to uh, do some funky stuff. How does these how do these secret societies start to make these little rules and how do you get the neighborhood involved? Well, I think that it kind of starts as word of mouth, probably, or maybe like a Facebook page, or like somebody's like, "Hey, if you uh, put life a, or put a fucking gnome on your fucking porch, yeah. then it might. It also might be like this kind of like maybe it's like a um a swinger community wide thing. So maybe it's not just in San Alejo, but maybe San Alejo is the only thing I've heard of. Maybe that's like a swinger thing is that you have a garden gnome, which is if that's the case, our our windows open. Our neighbors have the biggest j- lawn. Yeah, that's why I don't think this is on a... their front porch. I don't think so. I have ever seen in my life that things like eight feet tall, and they ha- did have a party recently. So who knows? Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. there were kids there. I don't I th- think, the, that that... but the kids were in the yurt out in the yard, mm. and all the adults were inside. No, What's I, don't, up? I don't think so. You never know. You don't know. You don't know what happens next door. Uh, I don't think so. They don't know what happens here. Even oh. though we're loud as fuck. We keep the windows open and we yell all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I think they know what's going on. Uh, but um, 
yeah, so apparently that's like a thing in San Alejo. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's like the rumor of the area, you know. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, could be bullshit. I don't think I. Well, one, I've, I've, I'd never heard of this weird little swinger theory until you mentioned it, and I've still never heard anything about that ever. I heard it at my last job. Never seen it on the internet. Never seen anybody mention it. You know, frankly, I don't think it exists. Uh, The other thing is, yes, I'm trying to think. I don't think I know anybody that's actually, quote unquote, swingers. Right. That they've at least divulged to Well, here's the thing, though. It's like I knew couples that were swingers. They never were outwardly like, hey, by the way, we're swingers. Like, it never was like that. But there was always this thing of, like, the girl in the relationship trying to be flirty and trying Mm -hmm, to be like, mm -hmm, oh, we're mm -hmm. drunk. Ha ha. Take your top off. It'd be super funny. Ha ha. Like, always trying to, like, get the other girl, like, naked. Okay. And then the other guy being like, yeah, you should totally take your top off. Like, that'd be awesome. Interesting. Like. But when you're like drinking and partying and like drunk and you're like, whatever, who cares? I'll just totally take my top off. Like, no big deal. I guess. Deal. I don't know. I've never really, um, really been in that situation. I just take my top off for no reason. Well, no, girls taking their top off. No, me though. No, but me though. <laughs> <laughs> you take your top off all the time. What are you talking about? You were going to do this podcast naked like five minutes ago. So. It's true. It's so hot. It's still um, so hot. <laughs> it is really warm, actually. I might do this this podcast naked. So, <laughs> not the first time you've. Uh, That's true. Said it's not that the actually. first time I've been topless and or naked while doing this podcast, and it won't be the last. <laughs> um, but uh, so that's how I kind of knew there were swingers, and then talking to other people like in the mutual friend group of being like, oh yeah, no, they're totally like a th- that's like a thing for them, and I'm like, oh shit, who gives a shit? I don't care. Oh you no, know? no, no, but, I don't. Um, I was almost thinking like, have you ever ended up at you know? Th- I think this is this seems like it's more something that like we you get in like film or TV where they're like, somebody goes, Oh, why don't you come to our party? And then they end up at like a key party or something where no, I've like, never shit like that, where you mm-hmm. end up at like an accidental sex party. And you're like, I did not realize we were all going to be doing it. No. Um, I'm trying to think if I was ever invited to something like that. I, I'm, I, I knew, personally never, I have, knew yeah. someone who was invited to like a, I guess a quasi sex party, but, they didn't call it like a sex party. Usually like, they don't. He he went to a party that they it was like a a, a hotel party. Okay. Like They've got a hotel room. They're just like partying in the in like the hotel room, and uh, it ended up basically being that everyone just fucking like partnered off and just started having sex in the room around each other. Oh, okay. And I don't know. This is a story that was told to me secondhand. Like, so, like, that person who was at this party told me the story. Okay. So I wasn't there. Yeah. But he said that everyone kind of, like, just ended up towards the end of the night, like, partnering off. And, like, everyone was just having sex in random parts of the room. Like, huh. while other people were in the room with them. Okay. But, like, he said that there was no, like, switching of partners. But there was just, like, two people, two people, two people. Like, everyone just kind of, like, like off in their own yeah. little sections, like, just having sex i got you and he was just kind of like uh, uh i'm gonna go right because it wasn't really his scene yeah no. um, but he was like yeah that happened he's like it was interesting he's like Seems i didn't know awkward. that's what that was about but i guess that was like why they were having the party so. right yeah I don't, know. I don't know but seems a little awkward like especially if you wouldn't like give like kind of give that information to the person that's going to show up like really you want to blindside them sure. or something like that but i think that well like i said the party 
the intention of the party was to have those things happen, but they were all like kind of young. So I don't think they understood that that was like, Hey, like let's tell everybody it's a sex party. Right. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to do something like that, I don't think you invite like a random person and be like, Oh, by the way, no, no, it wasn't a random person. Like they, they were all like in this big group of friends. I didn't mean like they didn't know each other. I just meant that you don't, you don't, you don't all have a conversation. Okay. You don't have like a conversation with like, 25 people sure. and be like hey we're all going to the sex party right and then you'd no. be like hey fred you want to go too and not tell him about the thing I know. you know what i mean <laughs> and then fred's like sure i guess yeah, like, we're having a party <laughs> yeah. cool let's yeah. go we're doing blow and hookers in the bathroom oh no yeah, yeah. oh shit okay um but yeah but he, i guess like he wasn't under the impression that that's what was happening he's like i thought, I thought we were all going to like this like hotel room just like drink and like, i mean hang out. i've been then, at house parties before where Towards the end of the night, people start kind of like hooking up and stuff, but it's not Pairing like off, yeah. but it's not really like a party where people are there to fuck. But it they're just but they're also to... not in the room where everyone's hanging out having sex. Right, in the you're not like in they're the kitchen in having a conversation, and then two people are just like, "Let's just take our pants off." You know, you're like, "What the fuck?" Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Would you ever go to a sex party, or would you go to a swingers party? I don't know. I think it just depended. I I think that's so it's so situational and it would have to be I think the circumstances. I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying yes. I think okay. it there'd be a lot of factors into it that would have to Not to like expose you, but just for a general conversation like what kind of factors do you think would have to play into that for you to be like i'm okay with this? i don't even know if i have the, oh, all okay. the answers I'm just, for that. i was yeah. just curious no okay. i think that it would be, it'd probably be like yeah based off of if i was with somebody that i'm you know whoever i'm currently sure. with if i'm ha- like if that's the kind of relationship we have sure uh there's then a lot of fair. also yeah. the people that are gonna be the party is it even of relative interest like there's a sure. lot of comfortability if, if there was like hey you know what attractiveness if, if if it was like just for the sake of conversation like i'm like hey you know there's gonna be a party come with me this is the deal and i give you the lowdown I'm like it's gonna be like this and i'm like hey jack and jill are gonna be there sally and frank are gonna be there you know joseph and jesse are gonna be there and i just give this whole like list of people that people you all know and there's a couple of girls in there that you're like well, she's kind of hot and she's kind of hot and she's kind of good looking. Like, would that be different? I don't know. I guess it all again, it, it depends on okay. the relationship, okay. too. No, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I think yeah, there's yeah. just too many, there's too many factors in something like that for me to just be like going into, unless like I started dating whoever I'm with, if I started dating them and we had way in advance, right? Preset to ourselves, hey, this is an open thing. We do this or we do that. Right. I think that if you had never had that conversation with the person you're with and then you were like, hey, do you want to go to swing it? Like, can you throw that out there? Mm-hmm. I don't think that would work. I feel like a lot of the time there's a little bit of a disconnect. I yeah. feel like a lot of the times people kind of uh, end up agreeing to stuff like that because mm-hmm. they feel pressured to yeah. and not because they want to. Again, communicate to your partner things that you like and things you don't. And that way, you can have open conversations about things like this. If it's some swinging thing you're interested in, talk to your partner about it. Yay. See, she's preachy again, but it's not about fucking grandmas. Communicate. So. Even if you like grandmas, communicate. <laughs> um, but I found out that there's actually, I don't know if it's still open because COVID and shit, but there is actually like a sex club in San Diego where you what can you- go in. Okay. And there's like, 
like curtained like booths. Okay. And like a dance floor, and it is a like quote unquote not like a they don't call it a sex club, but it's like basically like a, a, a like a mingle like singles mingle club or okay. whatever they call it. I can't remember exactly. I don't remember the name of it either, but. They don't serve alcohol, mm-hmm. but you can bring your own alcohol if you so choose to. But you have to like, like register, like register with the club and let them know you're bringing your own alcohol. Okay. And I don't think you're allowed to share it. But if it's like you and someone else, or like you're bringing like you and like your eight friends, and you're gonna bring like four bottles of vodka, like you can do that. But you have to like let the club know or whatever. So you can like hang out and mingle and talk. But there's like little like curtained like booth areas i've never been to this but i've seen pictures that you can like pair off if you so choose to and they're like little bed areas that if you want to go have sex with somebody or do sexy things you can go into these areas and go do that and you can leave the curtains open or you can close them and that's like a thing yes that doesn't exist sound i have found it on the internet it exists and this was a long time ago, so I don't know if it's, it's if it's still around. It sounds but, also extremely unsanitary. But it, but it was there yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, it was there. It was for like polyamorous like community and swingers community and stuff here's, like that. Here's the problem, I, and I I think I would have to look into the actual legality of this. But I think that falls. I know it's a private business, and but I, I, think I think it that might have been might, twenty-one and up though. So. No, but I mean, I, that may even fall into the like fornicating in public. And I don't think you can do that. But I don't know. That was what it was advertised as. Right. It was like a place that you could go. It's and different like when you meet people and like randomly hook up. It's different when you go to like New York or LA and you find those little um, hotels that are like pay by the hour. Yeah. Those are different because they're not strictly for, hey, like, hey, you want to fuck, like, go here and have sex with a prostitute that's usually what it's used for sure. but people will use it to go do drugs in a private room and do you know or a lot of, like somebody who's like i can't afford to sleep here all night right. but i need to get a couple hours rest sure i mean there's someone who's homeless and most of the have time a house, it's a lot of know? shady business sure but yeah but i mean those things are they're not like you know that there's a lot of different reasons why people would go and pay for something by the hour sure but those things are not even stated as like, oh, this is where you go to have sex, right? They're just, they're open-ended. Sure. It's weird to, I, I mean, again, I don't know the actual, like the business model behind that. Sounds so, funky. But here's the thing though. It wasn't advertised on the internet as a sex club. That's a sock. Um, but uh, I, I found it, I found out about it through like forums or something. I can't remember exactly how I came across it, but like either I found it through like polyamorous forums or swinger forums or something on else on the internet. And they were like, Oh, if you're in San Diego, there's this place you can go to and you can like meet other like-minded people and da 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 da. And I was like, what? And like, so it wasn't advertised like, Hey, come have sex at our club. But it was a place that you could go and like, mingle with other couples that would be willing to like swap with you and mm-hmm, things like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. so interesting i don't know that seems i wonder if it still exists it's yeah. uh it seems seems unsanitary just to go into like hey that plate that little area was just used by a, like you know what i mean there's a lot of little somebody like the staff run in there and like changes sheets real fast after somebody yeah exits. I, yeah like, i don't know exactly what 
the deal was, but I remember it existing. And huh. I was like, That's that is interesting. It is interesting. I don't, so yeah. I don't. So again, I don't know. I don't even know if it exists anymore still because also COVID and shit. Right, but right, right. This is also like probably like six, almost seven years ago when I yeah. found out about okay. this. So who the hell knows? But I yeah. mean, there's a crackdown. It's weird because also the likelihood of prostitution existing there is probably pretty sure. high, yeah. which is also illegal. Yes. So because they do crack down on these uh, Asian massage parlors quite a bit in San Diego Dude. because there are many of them. So and we've had there's been a lot of those like uh, sting operations yeah. within San Diego. Uh, I don't know. They That seems if it did exist, which you said it did, it, it seems unlikely that it exists now. I, right. I, I, I highly that's, doubt that. That's totally yeah. true. Actually, funny enough, where we went and had dinner tonight, there was a um, there was a uh, massage parlor like a couple doors down from there that got busted for that shit. Okay, like it was always like there, and you're like, oh, massage parlor, like, no big deal, because there's like a nail salon in, in the same shopping center and a coffee shop and whatever. Yeah, so you don't think anything of it. And then there was like one day where that whole place was filled with cop cars, and yeah. no one knew what was going on, and come to find out. They totally busted them for like and right like a fucking sex ring. You know basically. what's you know what's hilarious is I when I first moved to San Diego I was living in North Park, and there are a lot of massage parlors in that area. Yes, there are, and there was one down the very like literally within walking distance. It was down the street and like to the right of of my of my the end of my street, and I was like, is this place like legit? You know. So I started to look up reviews to see if there was like credible any if information. Weird going and on. then was like looking for Google and use and Yelp and stuff like that. I don't usually like to use Yelp, but I like to see like, you know, general comments, things like that. And there was like almost no ratings for this place. And then somebody was on Yelp and like gave it uh I don't know. I think they gave it a low rating and then they said like their comment was very short. It was like, We all know what kind of place this is. I don't know why people don't talk about it more often. And I was just like, what okay, does that mean? so that means it was straight up like one of those, sex like you know, place, happy yeah. ending massage. Parlors. You know, I have only met one person who says they got a happy ending in a massage. Okay, and I was like, what was that like? Yeah. He was like, it was weird. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, talk to me about what happened because I'm just so because you hear about it, but you're like, does it really happen? I'd never met anybody who that sure, had happened yeah, to, yeah. or at least anybody that admitted that it had happened to. So I asked him, he goes, I went to this like local massage place. I can't remember which, where it was, but it doesn't matter. He's like, I went to a local massage place and she was doing my back. And then she asked me to turn over. He's like, so I did. So I didn't think anything of it. I thought maybe like she was going to do like my chest or front of my legs or whatever. He's like, and then she like reached under the blanket and started rubbing me and like kind of asked me if that was okay that she did that. And he's like, I was kind of young at the time. And I just kind of let it happen mm-hmm. and i was like a you were kind of taken advantage of and b- <laughs> not really <laughs> because they pay for it and also but that's, also he that's not he didn't pay for that service he like, did though yeah he but did not knowingly no but i mean either way he paid for it <laughs> if it was like let's say the he massage costs a hundred dollars or costs 150 dollars he paid for it you know what i mean but he didn't know yeah. though you i mean, know what you, mean? Can, like, you can like you can and you could play so, that card all day long, but he, he did pay I, for the service. Part of my, my morbid curiosity, I was like, was it any good? And he's like, not really. He's like, she was kind of older. 
and like her hands were a little rough and oh I was like, God. oh, ew. And he's like, yeah, it wasn't great. And I, mean, I was like, interesting. The, I, I've, I I've, like, I've, okay. I don't know anybody that's ever gotten one. I've never had one. I've been to plenty of pro, pro like massage places, but it's always a pro massage. Sure. I'm usually going for deep tissue because I've got back problems. So I'm like, you're uh, in there waiting for someone to like beat up your I back. I do remember like, the very first time that I got a full body massage uh-huh. though, because you are naked. Yes. And they, and like the lady was rubbing. You don't have to be. No, but I usually go I for just. I wear underwear usually. Oh, really? I'll go, I'll go, I'll take, I'll go naked. But I've like. I've gone naked before. Yeah. But if I know it's like going to be like, just like, but here's the thing is like, even like my massage girl that I was going to for years, like when she would like do my glutes, she would just pull like that side of my underwear down mm-hmm. and like make sure like my like little butt crack was like covered but... right i mean at, at that at that rate i'm like whatever it doesn't really matter like yeah. i'm gonna be in like little whatever fucking um uh, boxer briefs or whatever sure. it doesn't really matter that much to me but i remember the first time that i got like an actual like butt massage and i was like this is kind of weird but it felt really no, good it though. feels because really i was good. like damn i didn't realize how much my muscles yes. hurt but I remember even that going like somebody's rubbing my butt, and I was like, I You're don't like, know about up? this. Yeah, this little this little uh, German lady named Olga. Was she hot? No, she wasn't. No? But man, she had hands of fucking steel. If she was like, yeah, she was. If a beast. she was like, turn over, <laughs> would you have turned over? I mean, no, it was a full. Bo- it's a full body massage, but she didn't like massage the front. But front, you know what I mean, yeah. though. If she asked you turn over, would you have turned over for I mean, her? I don't. I did turn over. It just wasn't a dude. I, I know what Fuck, you're going then for. Answer but the fucking question. No, because you're you're just you're saying it in a weird way. Uh, I got a full body massage. If she told you turn over so I can touch your dick, would you have done it? I don't know. Let me rub your pee pee. Turn over. <laughs> I don't think if she said that, I'd your be like, wee wee. Oh, Let Olga, me touch you your wee wee. Olga, you need to leave. Uh, Let me touch your wee wee. See, so Olga no, was Vivi. not. It would be Vivi because W's and all right. Vs. Olga is not very attractive, so I don't think I would have been all down for that. I mean, who knows? You just close your eyes though, and she wow. works her magic on your, your, your little sausage. My little sausage. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the fuck? My little Vienna sausage. <laughs> oh my god! Man, I'm, you I'm, are fired. I'm tonight. hilarious. Um, You're but, fired. Okay, I think. <laughs> wow, are you okay? Yes, I'm just thinking. You're falling like, apart now. No, no, no. I'm just thinking because, like, given the the same like opportunity, I think I'd be in the same same boat. Like, even if it was a girl or if it was a guy, whatever. If they were like attractive and they were like, "Hey, let me," uh, <laughs> I would be like, "Okay." Hmm. I mean, I'd probably be like, oh, depending on, I don't, I don't know. I guess I think you have to go for, a, I think if I it, felt like it was a, like a cop sting, I probably I don't, wouldn't I don't, do it. I think if you have to go for, a, I think again, it has to be on an attractive level, you know? Yeah. Cause I'm like, if I get like some weird old lady who's like, let me jerk you off. Toothless I'd like, Susan? I'd rather not. Or Toothless Tony? Yeah. I'd be like, being like, just, let me just, rub you. Just keep like, on no. working on my neck and my shoulders and we'll have a great time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I. 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 Oh no. Since I've never, it's so hard to give you like a definitive answer because I've never been in that situation. I feel like if all of a sudden somebody starts grabbing you and just doing your thing, yeah. Like, will you just kind of go? I'm in this moment. It's happening. Yeah. Or do you go? Ah. And yeah. you go, No touchy. You yeah. Know? Like, right. I don't know. I think it you, just depends on yeah. your personal preference. Yeah, you know? I don't know. It's I don't hard. know. My last massage girl was pretty hot. So yeah. like, I mean, if she was like, "Hey, turn over, let yeah. me," and I'd be like, "All right." You're like, "Am I in a porn right now?" I'd be like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Barbie would be like, 
do I have to pay extra for this? Because I'm already paying you a lot of money. No, that's the so. thing is you don't realize that if you're agreeing to set amount of money right off the bat, then that's is that part of the service? What you're paying for. I gotta for. call her that. I'd be like, gotta, look, I paid you good money. Where was my happy ending? Then you gotta Hello. go like, well, also, then they're probably looking for a little bit on the tip side, you know? I always tipped her well. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> there's also that element too. But I would've. Yeah, I know. Like, I would've gave her like 50%. <laughs> Shit. Instead of 20. Oh, damn. Okay. Always 20%, but I would've been like, little extra for the extra work. I always you know? wondered, is it better to do for somebody that's performing a, uh, uh, like something like a massage, is it better to go like 25 or 20, you know, because like 20 is like a server thing, but like somebody's performing like a massage. Should you do 25? I gave my hair girl 25% today because yeah. she took a little extra time to do my hair. So I feel like on a, on a service think, like a massage, 25% seems better. Yeah. You know, just because it's, it's, it's a like very, a, it's a very physical, a physical thing. demanding sure, thing, sure. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. absolutely. So. Okay. So do you have any final sexy folds comments? Sexy folds. Do I have any ad- other sexy co- i always have sexy comments you know this i mean you'll have more but i mean is always are we good um, with our section should we move see on? i talked about swingers so i think we, we have a about few milks, video game related things to speak I on i think i have finished most of the things that i wanted to touch on unless there was anything sex wise you wanted to talk about no i think that so, i was um it's along i think for the ride. i was along for the ride on this one okay no worries yeah, yeah let's let's break get some more beverages mm-hmm. And then we will get into some video games. Video games. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I got. I want to pull something up. Video, video, video games. That should be the intro for this section. Video, <laughs> video, video games. Wow. Yeah. Really amazing. That should be the intro. <laughs> With that part, too, where I says it's the intro. <laughs> That's really amazing. Because you had one for your last pod, for your other podcast, your last podcast, your other podcast. You mean that little intro be- for the Mandalorian? Mandalorian. Let's talk about Star was, Wars and how totally... much it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally by accident. But it was though. so good, though. It was so good. Uh, it was amazing. What are you looking up? Um, I wanted to look up. So one of the things okay. that. Let's, uh, let's organize our thoughts a little bit. Can we talk about how santa claus came through and santa finally t- made good on his promise santa came early Woo! pre-order of the new switch hell to yes the oled switch the oled switch yes which apparently if you already own a switch the jump between the the current switch and the new one coming out very minimal, right? Like, if there's not a huge difference in between the two different consoles. I guess it isn't a huge. So, right, it's not a huge. The jump, original right? rumor that it was going to be like how the 4K PS and all the PS4 things. went to the PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. like it was going to be a jump like that. And I guess it's nothing even close. Sure, it's more like a little bit larger screen for the portability yes. element. And it's also an OLED screen, so it's a little more vibrant. It looks a little bit sure, better. Sure. But really, they didn't update the processor at all. Right. There's not like a new computing system in there. So it's the same base model, just with a little bit of touch up. A little up. bit nicer, yeah. And there's like a, I guess there's an Ethernet port on the back of the uh, the dock, which mm-hmm. wasn't there before. Sure. I guess it was like a USB port that you could uh, connect the dock. Like, huh. I, I don't really know all the right. ins and outs of the whole thing. But I, I guess all of it's very minimal, yeah, the but e- changes. But either way, they're saying that if you currently own a Switch, 
you could buy the new one if you if you are that person like and you want like the newest greatest whatever but honestly the 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 difference is so minimal that you like you really don't need to purchase the new one but like me i've never had a switch so this is my first interaction with it so getting the oled is really kind of the way to go like if you're a new switch owner which get the new one we are obviously yes absolutely and that's that's kind of what i'm saying like if you're if you haven't had a switch before and you're looking to get get a switch Get the new one if you can. This is on pre-order right now. It's a little hard to find from what Real, I understand. So. I guess so. It, it It's a lot easier to get than like a PS5 or an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, pre-orders are a little easier to come by. The release is October 8th. Um, and it's... Um, yeah, I guess it's like if you're... I would... Yeah. I, yeah. I think if for, you're, for you and I, it makes a lot of sense. If you don't own it, sense. you yeah. get the newest one. Sure. But if you already own a Switch... The upgrade isn't necessarily worth the money unless like, although to be fair, like I'm kind of that person where I'm like, well, I already have this thing, so I need this new one. But like, you know, it is what it is. When it comes to technology, I'm not a big fan of like incremental upgrades Hmm. unless they're really, really, really valuable. Sure. That's why I don't get a new phone every time there's a new version of my phone because I'm like, no, no, no. The difference between my phone now and my phone like the next year, yeah, minimal. But my phone two years later, totally, totally and different story. That's what story. you're also done paying for your last exactly. Phone, so. Yeah, but I've always been on that on that track of like every two years I get a new phone because I feel like that's when the technology really changes. Is about every two yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, even when the PS4 went to the PS4 Pro, sure, I was actually on the fence for that for a long time. You were, you and did kind then, of like hum and ho about it. I yeah, and I was like, I really don't like this kind of shit. Like, this is something that I I don't really like where the I don't really like where the industry's going with this. I understand that technologies change, sure, especially the PS4. What the PS4 is like, something like, I think what are we like thirteen years in, something like that something crazy so no the ps4 yeah let's look up the ps4 release date no there's no way it was that long because they've they, no 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 mm-hmm. there's no tell way you. there's no way i'm gonna burp you're gonna burp sorry let's see i hope no one heard that Let, i'm sorry oh. it was really loud i started drinking bubbly <sighs> oh no no that's the ps4 pro I ha- base so if model? anyone's interested i'm drinking a local roots hard kombucha Purple haze, blueberry, and ginger. Fucking delicious, by the way. If anyone can never find this in their nearby stores, highly recommend it. My favorite hard kombucha. Sorry, base. And not an ad. Base original PS4 was released in 2013, November. So not 13 years. I was I was off, but uh, no. Off by a lot. Okay, I told you it wasn't so 13 years. Y- you're like, no, you're no, no, wrong. no. I th- <laughs> Anyways, it's still an old system. Yes. Twenty. What but is that? What was that? 20? Is that? But here's a question though. Is that the biggest gap between systems though? Seven years. Seven. Almost eight years. Seven. Because yeah. it came out last year. What? PS5. No, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the 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 age of the PS4. So I'm talking about the computing stuff, like the what the technology that's inside the PS4. It's almost eight years old or whatever. So, yeah. Okay. No, great. It, <laughs> Thanks for yeah, what I mean is that when technology's changed, like for example, when you buy a PC, no, it's you. essentially outdated, right? I know. Literally, you, the day you buy a your new technology computer, you're, or you're you buy done. a new TV, your technologies are outdated, sure. right? You're, you're, the new thing is already on its way. Like you, you just invested in 4K, 8K is coming, right? <laughs> like it's on its fucking way. <laughs> it's on so its you're way. just like, shit, what the fuck? I just bought this new TV and now yeah. it's already not even worth what it was, right? But that's how I kind of feel about my phones, though, too, because like 
I'll buy a new phone. I usually always buy a new phone in springtime for some fucking weird okay. reason, which I don't know why. That's I think it's because like I'm like, oh, it's a birthday present or it's a my sure. mom. My mom's like, here, it's a Valentine's Day present. I'll buy you a new phone. I don't know why. but for some, I don't know. Present, yeah. My mom does silly things like that. Yeah. But like, I don't know why, but I always buy new phones in the spring. And then literally six months later, they're like, hey, new phone. And I'm like, what? the fuck right, i right, just right. bought this one i mean most i know a lot of new phones especially like for google and things like that i think apple too they come out in the fall so yeah and they're of getting course ready i'm for, like i'm like because they're getting ready for a holiday time. season right I'm like, so, yeah. i just buy it in the spring because i'm an idiot no i mean i get i i mean i understand uh i think for me i tend to upgrade phones when one of mine just decides to explode or disappear sure. or whatever the fuck yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, which you know, or you lose it in when the I lift, fr- whatever. Yeah, it doesn't you know? matter. Yeah. yeah um, sure. You know what makes me upset about that to myself is that I never <laughs> thought that I would be the guy that like lost have, a phone. have lost a couple phones. Yeah. And I'm totally that guy. I have lost a couple phones. Yeah. And not okay. Well, I broke one on purpose and on accident. In a drunken fit, I threw one on the ground, not thinking about the fact that it was my phone. <laughs> Why did you throw it on the ground? <laughs> we were. <laughs> Can we tell this story really quick? Yeah, it's a fat, it's a I fast need, story. I need the story. We've been drinking life. quite a lot in Vegas, and it's very hot. By the way, it's the summertime. Is it? It's like hundred hundred and ten, hundred and twenty million degrees. And we call this Uber or something. It's like an Uber or Lyft, and it's taking I don't know the entirety of time to arrive. But since I'm the one who ordered it, I'm getting yelled at. Because the car is not a not by whom by the group of people that I was with. It wasn't just mm. one person; oh, okay. it was many. Oh, and eventually I was like, "Oh yeah, y'all fucking don't like it." I was like, "Well, fuck you!" And I just threw my phone on oh the ground, God. and then I was like, "God damn it!" Like not thinking <laughs> it about left it. your hand. Yeah, you're like, fuck and, I, and it hit the ground, and I picked it up, and it was shattered. Like it's the screen as, shattered. At least the Uber wasn't as bad as last time we were there, where they're like. Your Uber will arrive in two days. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Like, what's happening? So I like, you know, it's one of those things you're like, fuck. And then you like, I threw it on the ground. As it left your hand, and then I went, and then it hit the ground. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. As it left your hand, you regretted every decision you've ever made in your life. Yeah, pretty much. So then I picked it up with the the screaming shadow. I was like, well, now nobody gets a ride. So fuck you guys. (laughs) Now everybody's walking. Yeah, because I couldn't cancel it. I couldn't, I didn't even see see where it was. We literally just walked away. I don't know. We just left. I was like, I guess I'm going to have to take that. That probably happens a lot. The hit, you know, like, oh, the missed ride or whatever. But yeah, it it was ended up being like a $200 plus mistake because I had, I have insurance, but the deductible and all that bullshit that they had. Yeah, it didn't even matter. I was like, here, you want another phone? $200. Yeah. bucks i'm like yeah. son of a bitch so moral of the story is if you currently have a switch don't upgrade <laughs> don't. but if you don't have a switch yet get the new one right that's that's the moral of the story kids don't throw your phones don't throw your phones They're and expensive. if you if you don't have a switch already get the new one because right. it's gonna be awesome so we are getting one what a, i am getting one all i was saying was that it's I, my switch i generally don't up, uh jump on board with new new technology upgrades yes but, but my my don't have a my new switch that's coming in october as an early gift from santa claus i know you keep saying mine my my my, my, my new switch mine, the black mine, and white mine. one that's totally fits my aesthetic right it's black and white yeah so. well santa was able to nail a pre-order didn't think that was going to happen but got it so come october 8th we should Woo-hoo! have a new uh, i'm very excited switch about this. i'm house. excited about it so we were looking through target and we saw some games and i'm already like i want that one and that one and that one and that one and that one so i've already got like a list in my head of stuff, yeah. sorry 
very burpy right now. Yeah, okay. L- a lot of carbonation. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. You want to calm um, down? But I've already got like a list in my head of like games that I want for my new Switch. So very excited. Yay. Yeah. So I think uh, it's going to be interesting. I haven't really, oh, man, I, I have like such strong nostalgic feelings for Nintendo because that's what I grew up on. Sure. And I Same. Was, I did too. I really, I think I, I think we've talked about it in the past, but what really made me fall in love with video games was playing games on the Nintendo 64. Yes. That's really what launched me into that. I still you know? have a 64 around here oh, somewhere, Oh, I do too. Actually. It's in this little trunk yeah, over here. I think mine's in that bag over there. Yeah, and I that's kind of like my... even I though have I have a gold cartridge of Majora's Mask, too. Woo. If you have a sealed copy of uh, Super Mario 64, uh, you could have sold that for $1.5 million. Uh, <laughs> uh, God damn it. Anyways... Nintendo 64, I think, oh, so GameCube was my last Nintendo system. Yeah. So it's been many years. Yeah. I had a Wii. So. I did not. Yeah. I never did. I just kind of got away from it. I was, my, m- my, I was not. My ex- X, X, X took it. So I was not excited about motion controls and I was dick. like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to play this machine. He's not a dick. We just, yeah. we decided to split ways. I got the TV and he got all the consoles and I'm uh, like, was this the fair trade or? It depends on. But the price. Li- but here's the thing, though. I ended up with a TV. I ended up buying a new PS3 or getting a new PS3, basically. And then the one that he had, it was the original like piano black one that was like really pretty. Oh uh, yeah, the, it with totally the... bit the dust. Oh, on mine him. did too. And a little part of me was like, <laughs> you know what I loved about <laughs> that right. one, which I don't know why they didn't do it with the, the models that came after, but those were the those were backwards compatible. I know, but the fucking the but other that, systems yeah, weren't. That, and I don't like the first. I, the first iteration of the PS3 yeah. was backwards compatible. The, uh, the next version of it wasn't. Here's what I don't get. I'm like Sony doesn't. I, I don't know why they don't do that. I'm why so not confused make them by compatible? Sony's like, oh hey, all your PS4 games are gonna work on PS5. You're like, that's great, but also why not three and why not two, two and why not one? one i want all of it give me your entire fucking library you yes, know i want everything yeah like why is it i don't old- want to wait for like the hd remaster sometimes i just want to play an old game i'm okay with that yeah you know? and i i love going through and playing like the old games again you know but it's like i don't want to have to be like oh, i gotta bust out my old console and right. hook it up and like a lot of these new tvs like don't oh they don't even work with all- the older systems no either, they yeah. don't like connect correctly they don't have enough they don't have the right ports for it and right. you're like this is cool yeah so i don't know i would love so, I, I gotta, mean, so not only do i have to keep my old consoles now i have to keep my old tv i feel like microsoft's kind of doubled down on this whole like uh even though their their lineage for backwards compatibility is much less than sony obviously uh because they sony's been doing this longer sure but um they're i think like microsoft is trying to listen to the customer and trying to appeal to what they're asking for uh where sony's kind of like we do whatever we want because we're sony and we just don't care but also their fan base has shown that like i mean they'll buy it no matter what exactly and that's exactly what i was gonna say but i couldn't find the words for it quick enough but yeah i mean basically the fan base has shown like hey if you come out with a thing we're gonna buy it and that's the thing. And we're going to hold on the consoles. We're going to hold on the games. And yeah. like, no matter what, we're going to buy it because I am also that fucking person who's complaining about things not being backwards compatible, but also I own all the fucking consoles. Yeah. So, I did have that, that thought uh, the other day. I think we talked about how there's like not a lot of like true PS5 games. Yes. And I was thinking about the other day. I was like, yeah, you know, I play a decent amount of games on the PS5, 
but none of them are for PS5. <laughs> They're all for right. it's all PS4 games yeah. that I'm playing on the five, yeah. which I think is it's whatever. I mean, I'm glad that I find I, I got the system, so when all the new games do arrive, I'll be able to pick You'll those up. But, but you are playing a PS5 game. You just right? I am yeah. Aren't what am you? I playing? Aren't you playing the monstrosity that is? Cyberpunk? It's the PS4 version, though. Oh, is it? I thought it was the PS5 version. No, they have not released a PS5 version. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I <laughs> no. thought they did. No, that, I mean, that'd be great if they did, but I don't think they're, ha- they're having oh, enough. Oh, fuck. Tr- I'm sorry. No, but that's cool. We can go into it. I don't, I don't need to talk about I Cyberpunk. I was like, totally for... like, I thought I totally thought you were playing the PS5 version. No, so I, that'd be great. I, shit, yeah. sorry. It does run better on the PS5 than the other systems because the, the PS5 has a better processor. Sure. Uh, So it does compute. Isn't it so glitchy as hell, though? So... All right, well, I I will. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like. No, 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 no. That, this, that, but... That's totally fine. Uh, I will. I will go. I'll, I'll say this about Cyberpunk. When I first started playing the game, and I kind of explained this to you over the phone earlier, yes. we were talking. Um, when I first started playing the game, there were so many things that I was like confused about. Sure. I was like, "What's going on narratively?" There's something miss. I'm like, "I'm not. I'm missing something." There were certain gameplay mechanics things weren't, make, weren't connecting. I was like, "What the fuck? I don't even know what I'm doing." I'm like, I remember there's a thing where I'm getting, I was getting attacked from a distance by some guy, what they call like a net runner. And I'm like lighting on fire as I'm right, running around of like a, a battle area, yeah. like I'm shooting at people. And I'm like, why do I keep igniting? Like, I'm like, why am I on fire? Who's attacking me? You know, there's like all this shit. And I'm going, I don't know what's going on. And like things weren't explained. And there was just like all this stuff narratively happening that I'm going, I'm missing something. Like something's not. Yeah, something wasn't being explained to you. Right, and yeah. then I was trying to play, and then I realized like how fucking broken the game was. So I put it down. So I've let it go. <laughs> so what's it been? Months now. I was right? say when was the last time we talked about so this? I think what, the, like I think December, the, I think January? the last time I played Cyberpunk, like actually played it, was in March. So I uh, I like stopped the game finally i was like i can't play this anymore yeah too many updates coming through thing doesn't work great even when they say it's gonna work better it's not working better sure so they finally hit a certain point where now it's available to buy on the playstation 4 store again so they sony's finally made it like reavailable to people so i'm like okay it must be in a working enough order right that they, actually... they were able to bring it back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna erase my old game which i don't normally do this but i erased my old game and i was like i'm starting from the very beginning and i'm just gonna go again i think that was smart specific especially because the game before was so glitchy you missed out on so much other stuff that was that that should have been happening yeah. or that you should have been explained to you that even if you jumped back into it, you'd be like, I yeah. still don't know what's going on. There's actually, so I think it was smart that you there's did that. literally a scene where in the, you're like, you basically start the game and you get in somebody's car and you, you start driving like through night city. And there's like this point where there's people like, there's a shootout going on in the road. And then these cops fly down on this thing and they mm-hmm. jump out like that sort of didn't happen in the first time <laughs> I played. Like there was just like all of a sudden there was a car in the in the freeway and then it was on fire. <laughs> Everything was, and then like, I was wrong. like, I was going, what the fuck is going on? You know, because things were broken. Sure. And then I realized that, yeah, now I'm, I'm playing through it again and going, OK, the game's working a lot better. Things are making a lot more sense. There's but- actually narrative stuff that's popping up. That never popped up in my first run. Right. And I was going, I didn't even know what this was. But aren't things yeah. like still a little broken in the game though? So there's like, still, there's a, lot still of, a lot of issues. There's still a lot of glitchy stuff. Like I noticed that there's certain items on the ground that are highlighted that you could pick up. 
I go to pick them up. up. I can't get them. There's a lot of that. So far, I haven't had any broken quests or anything like that. But yeah, there's a lot of funky, glitchy stuff that's still in the game. So even after over a hundred, the game is now out of over a hundred, like a hundred and nine gigs to download. Jesus. If you even with all you add all your updates and all your shit, it's a huge fucking game. Oh my god. The game. That's the problem. The game oozes style. It looks so cool. It's got such a great. Kanunu looked cool. Yeah, but I mean, it's got such a great aesthetic, and it it makes you feel like you want to get into the world. When the game doesn't function, you're you're like, I don't care how fucking good it looks. It doesn't matter. Like, I want this to fucking work so I can play it. So yeah, the game's not perfect, but it's definitely in better working order. If you were playing Cyberpunk and you gave up on it, I you could jump in back. Sure. Yeah, and and that's good. At least they've got it to a point where maybe it's not perfect which it should have fucking been from the beginning but right. it's another story we've already gotten into this yeah but at least now it's functioning right. and you could actually go through gameplay yeah you can you actually know, play through the you story couldn't. and things are happening so, and making sure. sense and yeah nothing's crashing at least not yet no yeah not, nothing so yet that's yeah. good that's good that's i good. haven't really gotten that far back and i was basically in the uh the like the prologue and now i'm finally out of that and i'm just kind of getting to the meat of the mm-hmm. game again um I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm going to try and go. I'm actually going to try and play the whole damn thing. But uh, well, I guess I'll see as my adventure continues. Sure. But uh, you have a sticky note on I, your. I did because I made stand. I made a couple notes. Just the things <laughs> what do that you want to talk about? Well, what I wanted to. We were talking about the uh, switch. I'm going to pull this up real fast. Yeah. So Valve came in out and announced their what they call the Steam Deck, which is essentially a handheld gaming device that's sort of going to compete with. I don't know, when Sony used to have the Vita, which they don't have a handheld anymore. The PS Vita. They're the PS Vita or the uh, PS, uh, what was it called? The other one was PSP? the PSP. It was just the PSP, PSP right? PSP and yeah. PS Vita. Yeah, yeah, so the PSP, PSP Vita, PS Vita, they don't, which really, Sony's not in that market anymore, but Switch obviously is a quasi handheld. Yeah, and it's funny because like, you know, Game Boy was like the yeah. handheld forever, mm-hmm. you know, and like, God, I kind of. I kind of miss Game Boy a little I mean, bit. But like, that's what... of, I still have my Game Boy Advance somewhere, and I kind of like almost want to go like on eBay and be like, "Can I find?" But that's games basically this? what Nintendo did. They just combined both worlds. You know, they said, "Here's a handheld and a gaming system that you can right. put on your TV." Totally, I, it's a smart idea. But absolutely, because um, like if you want, if you're like, if you're gonna go on a trip, you still want to play that game that you're playing at your house. Right. Like you can bring it with. Well, you, we were even talking about. Cool. We were even talking about how we kind of like we hang out together in the same room, but we're not always doing the exact same thing. Sure. And like, hey, if you're playing the game on the TV, I could grab the Switch and I could play while we're. You know, we essentially can game at the same time. No, no, no I'm, I'm sorry. You're gonna, you're gonna use my Switch. Fine. I did not you, give you. You permission can play for that. the Switch, and I'll play on the big TV. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um. Anyways, it's my system. So Valve announces the Steam Deck. And I'm like, which I'm super into. I'm so, excited, right? Yes. So I'm like, okay, I have this library of games yes. on Steam, but I rarely play on my PC. Yes. And I'm going, maybe they do want this. But then they released their pricing models. I want to go over oh, this real I fast. Oh, I see that right there on so, the computer. And that looks painful. So there's a 64 gig version, which is $400. Ugh. That's painful comes, as it is. And it comes with nothing. <laughs> comes with nothing. What comes is with it, what comes does it with the carrying case. Oh, how okay. fucking nice. So then there's a 256 gig model. Uh-huh. For $529? Yeah, basically 530 bucks. Oh my God. It comes with faster storage, a carrying case, an exclusive Steam community profile bundle. Oh, this is by the way, if you pre-order, right? Right? You're you're pre-ordering this. Um 
it's, it, the f- it probably won't be part of the, the general buy and like the later on. Big one, the, the big one, gig? the one that everybody's really gonna want is the because games are huge, right? Yes, so games need a lot of memory. So if you have 512 gigs internal storage plus a SD card yes. plugged in, then you're gonna want to go with this, right? So sure. it, it's got fast, fastest like a storage, of storage, fastest basically. storage, premium anti glare etched glass, exclusive oh carrying case, exclusive Steam Community Profile bundle, exclusive virtual keyboard theme okay what so anyways it's so 600 bullshit bullshit and more either bullshit. way okay it's 650 dollars fuck a for hand, a handheld a handheld which is more expensive than any other system that's on the market fuck so i'm I like don't know. they're gonna I have to want drop that that but i don't want that yeah, no, as soon as you told me that this was coming out, I was like, ooh, I'm into it because I was a huge fan of like Steam. You know, I had tons of games on there and stuff like that too when I was doing a ton of like right. PC gaming at the time. And like that was like the go to thing. And like all my friends were connected to us. So we'd like leave messages for each other and all kinds of shit. And like my buddies would like share like libraries with me and stuff like that. And we'd like download things together and like it was super fun and awesome. But. Uh, yeah, it's not just, for seven hundred dollars. I just think that's like, way, 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 way fuck? too pricey. But the other problem is too is that's that a car, that's a car payment plus. You the know? other thing is that they that's originally a, that's a payment for my Forerunner that I'm gonna get someday yeah. eventually. <laughs> the the other thing about that is they originally announced that this machine was coming out. Uh, I think it was this year that it was supposed to be by end of year. It's now, not though. now. They're saying it's gonna be like quarter three of 2022. So you're almost mm-hmm. like waiting a year to get this machine that's also going to cost you an arm and a leg. And I'm like, at this they're, rate, they're gonna why ha- would you pre-order at all? I would just wait for the system to even hit they're, the market. They're going to have to They're going to have to do some like kind of market reach out for that because there's no way anyone's going to pay that kind well, of I, ticket price I would, for I, Normally I would handheld. agree with you, but I guess their pre-order is sold out. Shut the fuck up. They yeah. did? Yeah, so I oh, guess that no. people are all about it. The thing that just is interesting to Dude. me is that I, I the system looks cool. I definitely would love to get my hands on one, but I'm also not going to pay it looks six. Like, but... I mean, it's just like a long black. It's a it's a black rectangle with controllers on it, you know. And so how I, does it look cool then? Well, I mean, I meant like it, it looks, looks like a brick. The concept is cool. You get to okay, have so it access. Doesn't look cool. All right, it's a black rectangle. Yeah. Can okay. you please select better language when you're describing things? <sighs> Sorry. To me? Oh, apologies. I was saying Thank the you. the idea of it is cool, no, I, right? Okay. Yeah. Anyways, but no, like I still like, <sighs> dude. People must have fucking cash burning holes in their pockets if they're gonna buy it's a five hundred dollar. We're like in hell. People e- don't buy seven hundred dollar TVs, yeah. let alone handheld. Like, We're like in an economic downturn, but everybody's buying these machines, dude. And that's the funny thing too is that you're gonna wait like a year for them. So I'm like, why fuck? even bother at all? I would honestly just wait the, till it hits the market. I was gonna say at know? least the pre-order for the Switch is like pre-order now. It comes out in October. You're like, cool. That's like in three yeah, months. Yeah, easy, no problem. I totally understand a pre-order at that point. Right when you're like. Even like six months out from something being released, you're like, here's the pre-order, and in six months, you're going to get it. You're mm-hmm. like, absolutely. But like, here's a pre-order, and it's a year, yeah. maybe well, more it's not later. Even a, that's a funny thing. It's, it's not, not guaranteed even a, to come out in quarter three of 2022. It could push it back. Yep, exactly. And then you're like, you're waiting a year and a half, maybe two years for something you pre-ordered? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Like I said, it's not. it doesn't really seem worth it, especially at the current price point. So I don't know. I'd love for somebody to... Uh, 
once the Steam Deck arrives, like, you know, I'd love to hear hear about it. And I'd see, love to see a review on it and oh, see I if mean, it's actually fucking worth the money. Well, I mean, there so. definitely will be reviews, but I'm just wondering where the, uh, you know, the... I'm just, I'm curious. I'd really like to see how it all how it all shakes out, but uh, I don't think I'll be uh, jumping on to that That's soon. That's a really steep price point to be able to, like, you know, kind of really latch on to, yep. in a personal opinion, but right. I don't know. So, I don't know about you, but I just I do not have seven hundred dollars laying around to like get something that has some decent memory. Because sixty four gigs, what are you gonna fucking do with sixty four gigs? Oh, Nothing. on that base model, well, you just Nothing. have to buy an SD card that was worth it, like a terabyte. Or sure, something. you know, and yeah. I mean those aren't like that expensive, so maybe it would be worth it just to buy the base model and then just use external memory, you know. But guess, at that yeah. point, it's like why, you know? Well, they're also basically saying that the other models have a faster processor, and that's and that's yeah. what I'm saying too. It's like why. Sounds like yourself. base models is going to be not worth it, you know? No, so why even have it? You're spending $400 on something that's not even that great. All of them should have the same processor on them, and then the other ones just come with, like, bigger memory yeah. and additional accessories mm-hmm. for that fucking ticket price. Show, no, for $700, yeah. it should come with a carrying case, headphones, a fucking hand job, a blow job, <laughs> a, happy a ending. finger in the butthole. It should come with all of that shit for $700. Wow. Like, wow. I demand it, Valve. Okay. Demand it. Yeah, you're, not, you're making noise. I don't fuck. Okay, well, I'm trying to make a point. All right. Well, Gabe Newell, if you're listening, the fuck? The fuck. Um, all right. Well, hey, I saw that you just ran out of drinky drink. Do you need to grab another one? See. Okay, then we'll take a quick little, si, quick little, sh- little break, and then we'll we'll talk about uh, talk about you and how you're uh, and you're playing some games. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about me. I love talking about me. Yep. In a minute. Yay. In a minute. Okay. I am so ready. All right. Well, start this podcast up again. We're doing it. I've got another beverage. I'm gonna crack it open and just. There we go. You gonna do the asthmer? Okay. Wow. We're good. <laughs> All right. All right. So I have a couple other games that I do want to touch on yeah, before we. No, I mean before we talk about what I'm doing, or we can talk. Let's talk about what you're doing real quick. What are you I doing? I don't know if I want to talk about what I'm doing. You don't have to. You don't have to go into too much detail, but you are almost. I'm stuck. You're. Oh, but you're almost. Get my done. ass kicked. With the, I'm almost done. Remake. I'm of literally like on the final boss of Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Yep, yep. Which has been a super awesome and fun game, and I cannot wait to play the next one. I'm really excited about it. Actually, I I talked about this in the last episode, but I'm going to talk about it again. I'm really bummed that I didn't get into this series sooner because this is like totally up my alley. I've loved every minute of this game. Like I literally like couldn't put it down. It was like popcorn. I just was like it was like. In my mouth. I needed it. Yep. But this last boss, holy fuck. Like, you know, hard for as... no fucking. Everyone, like, I've looked up, like, like you know, little information here and there, like, walkthroughs. They're like, hey, you know, he does well with these weapons and these weapons. Like, things like, I'm like, okay, that's, yeah. good, that's good information to know. And I don't consider myself, like, a bad gamer. I'm not, like, a pro by any means. I'm super out of practice. But right. I don't consider myself, like, a bad gamer. Um, And he is obnoxiously hard more so than any other boss in the entire fucking game and i get it that he's like final boss so i understand that he's got to be like harder and more difficult but i've spent what like 
two days <laughs> trying to like beat the oh, I'm yeah. so frustrated. You know, I I can't, I, I can't. I get like I get him down like forty percent health and I just can't yeah. I just can't beat him. I you know I, don't know I I will say it's been a little while since I played that game, but I do remember the final boss being like stupidly like, hard. Way harder than all the other stuff. And I yes, mean, like, I get that they want to create that challenge, but I'm like, why would you have such a big um, spike in difficulty when you keep your other, like, the level of difficulty yes. should essentially, in Increase. my mind, like, as it ramps up as you go, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Where it, I don't really feel like you should go from, like, zero to 60. You and know? I will say that that's kind of been, like, not a complaint. I will say, because I didn't have a complaint about it until now, right? Where it's like everything's been pretty easy, like, Bosses have been like I've maybe died like like one time like on a boss here and there because I was like trying to figure out what his mechanics were mm. or like I did something stupid and I'm like oh I stepped off a ledge and I shouldn't have like ah, I'm stupid right and I went back and do it and then I beat him mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like I was like oh man I just can't get past this like one thing that he does or like at the end when he's doing all the things I just can't beat him like there was never any of that so I felt like everything in Ratchet and Clank was like pretty easy and quick to like figure out until this boss right and all of a sudden now i'm like oh fuck this is hard yeah why you know what why you know what i've so always it's a little bit of a i feel like it's a disconnect you know what i've always noticed about that though is that when you think about something or you try too hard it's usually that's when you're not going to complete what you're trying to do sure. and then you kind of just go fuck it i'm just going to like go into this i'm going to take my time i'm going to do this like then usually when you come in at a, like a, more, a little more like nonchalant about the whole the whole thing is usually when you'll beat that boss. I've done it before a million times where you're like fighting a boss and over and over again, you just die, die, yeah. die, die, die. And you're like, what the fuck? And then I'll, I'll like take a break. I'll go away from it. I'll come back and I'll just kind of go, I'm just going to like try to relax while I do this, you know? Right. And usually I can get through it. But man, the tension sometimes when you're trying to like, you're so close to the end of their life, but your life is dwindling down. Yes. And you're going, nah. Or you're running out of ammo yeah. or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, and it's... You know, that was kind of like when I was playing Portal 2, I got stuck on this one particular level, and I could not for the life of me fucking figure out this level. Right. I watched tutorials, and I just couldn't get it, and I was like, this shit is fucking stupid. So I stopped playing this game for like six months, and I was like, you know what? There was one day I had some downtime and I was like, man, you know, I really got to finish Portal 2. I just got to fucking do it. I went back into it, fucking figured it out first time. Right. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I think sometimes. I was like, what? I think sometimes you're like your own worst enemy when it comes to playing something because you overthink it. Sure. Or, you know, you're, I totally you're just getting that, like yeah. in your own head mm-hmm. about the whole thing. And yeah, if you don't like take that time away, you kind of like come back and you're like, all right, all right, I've taken my time. I've given it its moments. Sure. Now it's time for me. But to I also do. don't want to like wait six months. No, to go I back know that. I'm boss yeah. and like finish it, you know, because I want to play drift. Apart. You'll no rift apart. Sorry. Rift apart. Yeah. Uh, rift you'll, apart, I mean, you'll get you know? there. You'll get I'm there. just like, <sighs> I get like I said, I get like I get him down to, like 40, 35 percent health. And then I just can't keep up for some reason. And I just like. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, I don't know what's going on. It all on, comes so. down to like just, just so irritated pattern memorization and shit like that. And just knowing what to avoid and when to avoid it. And it just, yeah. t- it takes some, uh, it takes a little but bit I of a learning curve. I think it's really irritating that like everything else has been cake. 
Oh, yeah. Until I, this moment. I will agree and with I'm that. Like, this is some bullshit. From what I remember from playing the game, that everything else was pretty pretty normal. Yeah, pretty and then I very remember, straightforward. Like, some of the other bosses were, like, challenging, but right. not, like, annoying, no, irritating, No, I, I remember hard. that this one specifically They were just, like, you kind of just had to, like, pay attention. And I was totally fine with that. But, like, they were still, like, it was still fun enough to play and, like, beat. And you're like, okay, cool. And then I move on, yeah. you know? No big deal. But this one, I'm just like, I want to throw my controller against the wall, right. you know? So I just like, I'm just very, very frustrated with it. Cause I just, I just want to beat it and yeah. finish the game and be like, okay, that's done. Now I want to play the new one. I think it's cause I'm very anxious to play the new one because right. I played through this one now and I'm so like excited. Yeah. And so I just think I'm just like, I just want to get done with it. You I get know? it. I get so it. So that yeah. might be part of it. Like you said, this idea of like being anxious and going mm. into it with not like a laissez-faire kind of attitude. So, but we'll see. Yeah. I'm going to keep working at it and see if I can, see if I can finish it. All right. Well, we'll see if we can get a, we'll get an update from me by uh, next month. And I'm almost, and I'm almost. (laughs) I meant for next episode. Oh, okay. I was like next month. Yeah. Um, and I'm almost done with Kingdom Hearts 3. Finally. I'm like three quarters of the way through that game. Probably. I think so. I don't know exactly because I don't have like a walkthrough or anything, but I'm pretty sure I'm getting towards the end of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, but that one's been a little bit more on a casual aspect. It has sure. been for a really long time. But um, I've really been putting a lot of like time and effort into like Ratchet and Clank. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to try the new one too because I mean it looks gorgeous and it actually it is. It looks a, so cool. It is an actual PS5 game. I know. So I mean, I would like to check it out. Um, yeah, we'll get around to it at some point. Yeah, because I would like to play through it as well. Sure. Um. Yeah, I had a couple other. You'll have more time to play it than I will. So maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm working a lot. Oh yeah. Again. No. So. Uh, yeah. My time is like limited in front of the TV with with games, unfortunately. So. Oh, I'm but... also working. I like that she's just you're on your own. No, here. but yeah. you get home earlier in the day, so you have more time during I... the daytime yeah, to do it. I so. agree with you. Okay. You know what I mean? So I just I don't have like nearly because usually when I come home, it's like. Let's watch movies and t- and we have TV right, shows yeah. to watch. So like, my time with like games is limited. That's so. what the days offer for. Exactly, not doing adult things like laundry and other stuff. <laughs> laundry. Mostly laundry. Yeah, right. Mostly, Mostly laundry. laundry and cleaning the house. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I did want to bring up. I I just played through a game that I never thought I'd play through. Uh, it was free or it was I don't like like the term free because you pay for PlayStation Plus, but it was the game well, you're paying of, for a subscription and the game is not an yeah. additional fee. No, so I know, but it's not free. If you have the subscription, the it game is free to then of the acquire. month is a plague tale. Innocence. Uh, it was something that I never like had any interest in, but I was like, shit, I'll check it out. It's here. Right. And What's it's it called, it's called a plague tale. Innocence, a plague tale. Innocence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What an interesting name. Yeah. Well, I think that, after playing through the game, I feel like the company that made this game, maybe they're planning like a trilogy or something. It seems like they're they're planning for more. Is there something um, lost in translation with the name, or I don't know because the name of the game sounds weird. So like, is is it a is it a uh, like an overseas game of some sort or not that I know of? Oh, um, it almost sounds like there's like you know like sometimes some games like have like a weird translation issue or something what's the weird translation what are you not understanding a plague tale innocence like so like it's like a plague tale colon yeah innocence yeah okay yeah. the way that you were saying it was if like it was just like 
that was the name, and I'm like, that sounds weird. So sorry, I didn't spell that out. You need to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I need explanation. Anyway, I need to hear so, it like, grammatically. The concept correct. is that like the, if they came out with another game, we called a plague tale. Not so innocent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> plague tale, dirty, right? Naughty, yeah. Ooh, naughty. Uh-huh. Oh, like naughty, like plague doctors and stuff. Mm, I don't know. What's up? Anyways, so this takes place in <laughs> France during. Uh, I don't remember what the time frame is, but it's a uh, medieval times. The French are fighting the English. Some type of uh, plague going on. Okay. Wow. Anyways. That was a wonderful history lesson by Ryan Lance. You're welcome. Some sort of medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. 18 something or other. I don't fucking know. 18. For, yeah. For who the fucking knows? Anyways. Not going to work here no more. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, I think the game was real uh, nice to look at because it was graphically like very clean and smooth and uh, very nice fancy graphics or whatever especially for a game which was not considered like a um we call like a triple a uh it wasn't made by like a huge studio or mm-hmm. anything who do you so, know who it's made by oh uh, i did i have it listed. Oh, okay. I, just, right. yeah, I was just curious off the top of my head no, no, I don't no, remember. You're fine. but yeah. anyways it looks really nice it's about a uh a, a young girl and her little brother and they're they're nobles and then the family has some troubles and it's during a plague and there's like a religious cult and there's all this stuff going on anyways the thing that's interesting about it is there's these crazy rabid rats that are oh. that are the plague yes and that's, they, that's historically and accurate, as you so. as you progress through the game you like have to basically go into lighted areas because the rats don't like the light but oh. there's there's millions of them there's thousands oh of my them. god so they pop out of the ground and then they like they swarm oh. you and stuff like that so if you oh, get no. into the wrong areas they eat you and whatever so, that reminds me of that game that you made me play. The what was it? The um... wow, really? I want to call it Inside Out. What Inside was it? Out. No, it's not called that. The fuck? Um. Ah, oh, shit. Come back to me. I'll figure it out. Is it like bug related or something? No, what no, it? no, no, no. The um. Wow. Not the uh little nightmares, but the other one. With like the faceless child that was running away from stuff that was like in oh, the Oh inside. Inside. See, yeah. I was close. Oh Shut I didn't, your mouth. No. I was close. <laughs> I literally didn't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. But that kind of that the based on just what you're telling me literally right the second, that right. that kind of jogs a memory of that particular game. Yeah. Because that game was very anxiety inducing for me. I was like Which is funny to me that you, you I, felt that way about I, it. I, I don't yeah. know. I just felt because I don't I've talked about this so many times in the podcast. I don't like being chased. <laughs> the idea of being chased by something yeah. really kind of freaks me out. You might freak out with this game. And that's then. what I'm yeah, saying. It's like yeah. it sounds very similar to that game. So I may want to watch you play it. Right. Me playing it might be a different story because yeah. I get vi- I get a lot of anxiety. Right. So, so a quick summary of the game is you go through there's a, actually a little there's a slight supernatural element to it. Uh and it gets like interesting with the religious stuff and like this little like uh cult thing that's going on in the game and um has to do like with alchemy and all this other the, the game is interesting you do crafting and you're trying to like survive and you're trying to pick up stuff and you're you're basically doing like stealth and then trying to get away from the rats mm-hmm. and trying to escape people that are trying to kill you blah 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 so 
there's a little bit of a, like a problem solving. The puzzles aren't too hard. I mostly enjoy. You're just looking for the light pockets, basically, right? Not in every section, no? but oh, yeah. Okay. But okay. I mean, in in the with the areas of the rats, yes. Okay. And then eventually, but not every area has rats. No, some areas okay. you're like just trying to get away from guards and things. Oh, like that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or yeah, you're just, or you're solving a puzzle in an area. Or oh, okay, sure. You're like yeah. trying to get from one spot to the other. Yeah. And you're like, game, I gotta the find gameplay it. loop is mostly the same depending on the area that you're going into. It, again, it looks nice, but at the same time, it's like the French countryside. So you're getting like a lot of lots of grays and browns, and you're not there's not a lot of like color pop. Sure. You're getting that more with like the light, like the fire and the lighting as it goes. Like the lighting effects are nice. This is an indie game, though, right? I guess I don't because, really know the, I mean, the company. Really, like, it's again, the, like kind of going back to like Inside and Little Nightmares, the color palettes on those games are very muted as well. Yeah, so. those games are also. I mean, it's just a lot different than this. This is no, like I a under- third person thing. Sure, so, I understand, but yeah. also still, again, very muted colors. Right. But they're also trying to invoke this uh, sense of dread and kind of anxiety and claustrophobia. So it's like those colors always kind of like bring about those feelings. Right. You I know? would say that the difference between those games is that they're very like artistically driven. Sure. Where this one is Not more. So much based in like a realistic look okay. the characters look re real like oh, quote-unquote real they look like, like real people yeah, yeah i see whereas the other yeah. ones not so much like the, like yeah. i would say this game is more along the lines of the last of us in realism oh, than okay. it is with uh it's not cartoony you know? i see okay although the rat uh physics and stuff are are oh way <laughs> over the top there's so many rats <laughs> running so, up walls and no they're i mean it's massive like very it's, matrix style i would say like... that the processing the the way they develop the graphics with all the amount of rats like there's it's so many it's 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 kind of impressive to look at and yeah th- so anyways the game was mostly enjoyable the last two chapters which involve like boss fights and stuff uh-huh. did not enjoy did okay. just thought it kind of it's sort of the same thing where it wasn't like overly complicated, but it was tedious. Yeah. And um, the very last battle has to do with a, a massive amount of rats. No shit. And uh, and it looked interesting. Sure. The game was okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would have ever played it if it hadn't have been for the PS uh, Plus And that was thing. a free one, right? It was or the game. free the, with the game. Yeah, the game of the month play, or whatever. Yeah, PlayStation Plus. And it was actually do. They it came out for the PS4, but then they revamped it for PS5. Okay. So it actually works with the haptics and the controller. Sure. So it rumbles a little bit different yeah. than your normal okay. one. Okay. So I don't know. It looked good. It played well. Sure. It wasn't too glitchy. Cool. Um, I don't know. It's just interesting. I don't know. Yeah. If you have PS Plus, I'd recommend you know through. a free game, something different to play at the time to kind of get like um a sense of what PS5 can really offer might be a good option you know for right. people. so yeah. um and then what else uh, did you play so two other things i like yeah. to i like to hunt the playstation store when they have sales i know you do yes so i popped i, I ran into a couple things uh i think by the time that this post the sale will, is ending so it won't really matter to listeners so these are first person shooters they're like polish i think or are they polish or russian i can't remember but um eastern it's called, european of some sort it's called metro Eurasia. uh there's there's three games in the series, Metro 2033, uh-huh. Metro Last Light, and then Ma- Metro Exodus. Okay. But the first two games were on sale for five dollars, and I for I've, both of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I was like, uh, I've heard yeah. a lot of people talk about them, uh-huh. and they're re they call them the Redux or whatever because they've revamped them for like make the graphics a little bit better from when they were for first released, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, for five bucks. 
even if I hate the game. At least you tried it. I'm going to try it out. Yeah, and so sure. I played about like five minutes of the first one just to kind of see what it was all about. Uh-huh. It's a first person shooter, but it's supposed to be like sort of survival horror based. You're running around in like the underground. What's, what's of, the horror version of I it? I think there's there's mutants and like. Oh, I know, see. Like giant cre- rats creatures and, cre- and stuff. It's okay. post-apocalyptic. So it's oh, you know, okay. but you're running around in tunnels underneath the like. But you're in the city, uh, in a city. You're like underneath Russia or something. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't so, remember. It's Poland or Russia. I can't remember. The metro was basically metropolis of some sort. So you're at, at a big city. You're in the the subway areas, oh, okay. and then if you go to the surface, it's all you know snow covered and whatever. Ooh, um, fun. Yeah, it's interesting. So I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to get through these games or whatever. Uh, I just picked it up. It's five bucks. It's totally like worth a shot. Sure. The other one that I did buy and I actually played through already was this game, this random game that I bumped into called Forgotten Anne. I'd never heard of it before. Anne, like, like Anne, the name, like the Anne. person, yeah, okay. like Anne. Her, Forgotten. Her, that's her Anne. name. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Her name okay. is Anne, and uh, I was like, "What is this game?" And I, I, I jumped in just to, on the page, and it like has a Studio Ghibli, Ghibli or whatever the fuck they call that thing. It has that like a similar art style. Fun, to, fun fact. Yeah, we've been watching some of those movies. Yeah, actually, we, we were so. trying to go through those those old movies too. Anyway, because yeah. I've never seen them. So. Right, but it has that kind of like art style kind of. Yeah. anime-ish look mm-hmm. and i was like the game was also i don't know five bucks or something sure. like that so i was like fuck it i'm gonna yeah, buy why it why not right and it's this little five dollars it's a just... little side scroller kind yeah. of adventure game but what's five dollars to try something new that you haven't seen before it, exactly you know? i feel like yeah. with with the price being that low i'm like why not sure you know if it was like um, 10 or 15 you may not be as interested but exactly. for five dollars you're like What's like giving up a Starbucks drink sure. to try a different game? No, exactly. You know? And that's kind of what if you're looking for something new and adventurous and like maybe someone more indie. Yeah. Yeah. And I sure. love to do that, especially if it's the cost, uh, the, the, you know, the entry level cost is low. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, and Much so, more appealing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, again, if I hate it, then I'm okay with it. Right, because, because you didn't yeah. spend a bunch of money on it. I actually so. did that with this game. I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of it right now, but I, um, it's not saying I'm not my head, but I bought that. I did that with one a game that I was like, "Oh, this looks interesting." I played it for like maybe an hour or two, and I'm like, "Wow, I don't like this game at all." Oh, I remember. And I you, dropped it. I yeah. remember you telling me about that, and I I can't remember what it was either. Yeah, so. it, that's how good it was. I remember. Yeah, right. Not even the name. Oh, um, um I'll, I'll was look it the it up Cloud Punk one. No, it was different. Oh. No, I played through that game. Completely. Oh, I, I okay. <laughs> I went through that game. Oh, all, sorry. All the okay. way. No, sorry, Cloud Punk. He some, actually enjoyed that one. Something else. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, I know. But this one's not like anyone's listening. I know, I know, right? <laughs> who, who cares? Um, but uh, Forgotten Anne was really interesting because it has this like kind of amazing hand-drawn animation style. Cool. And it has this very like like kind of cell shaded or it is very much yeah. it looks like a cartoon. Neat. And uh there, it's fully voice acted. Cool. Uh it's got this really interesting production. It's a really interesting world. You're this character, which they um trying to remember her actual name now. She's like basically a cop, but she's going through this land, which is like full of forgotlings. Oh. And these items are things that were discarded in the real world. And when they come to this plan or like this area or plane whatever of plane of existence, they become uh they be they they get Forgotten. life. Well, they oh. all, but they also have life. Oh, so, for example, you have discarded uh, TVs and lamps and couches, and, so they're like and they become alive. Oh. And then so, but then there's this guy that's like putting them to work and taking and and what you can do as your as a cop as you start at the thing is like 
if any of them are getting out of line, you can basically steal their soul, their life force, oh, shit. And, and take them out. Like oh, my God. You're like a judge, jury, executioner oh, kind of thing. you're Judge so, Dredd. Yeah, exactly. In this, you are Judge Dredd yeah. in this So world. you start out this thing where you're going like, oh, like your character's like, I hate the Forgotlings. They're stupid. You know, they're fucking dumb. And I'm, I'm a human. Yeah. And I'm like one of the only humans in this area. This other guy that like raised you, he's also human. But everything else is like, Inanimate some, objects. It was sort, at yeah. some point, but they all right. develop these personalities, right? Yeah. And they all have jobs and they all have the, whatever. So, sure. it, but it's this really interesting concept. And then I was like, is this based off of a movie or a, a, I, a manga, manga or, or an anime or something? Yeah. I looked it up. It's a totally original concept. Interesting. Yeah. And it was, it's like a seven to eight hour game. Cool. And it was pretty cool. Really fun. Yeah. yeah I, awesome. I enjoyed it. I liked the story. I liked the progression of it uh-huh. and it's like not as all as what it seems sure, and stuff like that sure, sure. and, and there's actually like i guess there's like four to six endings too so depending on how you play the game oh that's cool you can kind of divert and go I, different routes you know, and, i really yeah. appreciate games that have like a level of like replayability to them where you're like hey you know there's multiple endings to this game because i mean the the only the games that can like kind of come to mind when I think about those are like uh, a few of like the later Final Fantasy games where like depending on like what you did when and where and how you chose certain things depending on what kind of ending you got you know and I kind of appreciate that because then you're like oh and because when you look it up you're like oh I got the the sucky ending or mm-hmm, I got the mm-hmm. okay ending you're like but I want the best ending right. so you kind of go through again and try and get whatever you need to get to like have the best possible ending. Right. You know, I don't, I don't game. know how you normally do it, especially when you play a game that has like multiple choice or multiple endings or, or different paths you can take. Um, for me, I usually like to play the game the very first time I play it without knowing anything about it. I like to play it as based on how I would maybe handle the situation. Sure. And I'm kind of like that and too. I kind of yeah. think about mm-hmm. like, Oh, if this person's talking shit to me, I'm going to be like, Oh fuck you dude. Oh, I'm going to do this. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm kind of like I'll come back. Do you with give some, them attitude. I'll come back with some you have snarky a lot of attitude. Shit, right? I know you got a lot yeah. of attitude. But I'm saying that I'll kind of play the game as like I I think that most of the time if I have the choice between good and evil, I tend to play a little bit of the middle of the road because I'm not all good, not all bad. Are right? you like chaotic neutral? No, I'm just I'm just more of that. I I don't I won't always respond in the best way depending on the conversation. You're very you're right? very like you you play what they call the neutral character yeah. in like a D and D like kind of. Right. Like way of explaining I, I it where like, you're like a little bad but a little good all at the same time. I feel so, like I'm a, like I feel like good. I try to play like myself. Like if I was in a situation where somebody was just being mean to me for no yeah. reason at all, I'd be like, uh fuck you. you the know? only problem is like yeah. I definitely go into games like that with <laughs> very like game mindset of sure. being like even though they're giving me they're being a dick to me, I'm like, I'm gonna be nice because I know that it'll give me a better outcome. Sure. Yeah. So I go into those games with like a very like I mean, I think about gamer a little bit mindset, like that. you know. But for the most part, I try to play it kind of as I feel sure, opposed sure, to sure. going like, I want to be all good or all bad or whatever. Yeah. And then after the game goes through, if I really enjoyed it, I'll try to maybe like run another like scenario. Like playing Mass Effect. You finally uh, pl- finished yeah. all those, right? I did. We, again. Yeah. Again. Yes. For like the 12th time. <sighs> About time. I was... I was tired of you being like, what are you doing? You're like, play Mass Effect. You know, here's the thing about Mass Effect. Oh, my God. It's fucking amazing. You and Mass Effect. And I I think, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those things like, you know, you go to Disneyland and you're like in Disneyland and you're having a great fucking time Uh and you spend all this time at Disneyland 
And then you leave Disneyland. You go, I want to go back to Disneyland. Like, I'm sad I left Disneyland. And that's kind of me with Mass Effect. That was like, <laughs> ooh, Mass Effect. And <laughs> I'm playing Mass, Mass Effect, Effect. And I'm like, wow, I can't wait to get to two. And then I got through two. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to play three. And then I played three. And then it was over. And I'm like, I'm sad. Like, I was I need like, to go back. I want to start over. <laughs> oh my god, you you have a sickness. I I, I really do person. love Mass Effect so much. I think it's so good. No, and I yeah. think no, and I mean like, and I'm obviously giving you shit about this, yeah. but like I think that's that's indicative of a really well developed and designed yeah. game. To be completely honest, like that is literally like what you want as someone who develops games. Right, and I'm also speaking for gamer for game developers at this point yeah but you're like you want people to replay your game over and over and over again and i think that that's what they've done with mass effect right and I, I say bravo to them well you, you know, know what's you know what's funny is somebody on uh twitter a friend of mine on twitter sent me one of those like chains that was like what are the like name the five games that made you and i think oh, i was sure. like that's one of those weird things to say i'm like what do you mean made me but but like you know, made you a gamer or sure you know? made you get or, into games sure. or, or defined your gaming world right hey let's, and, can we talk about that well is yeah that where your question's gonna go well no but i mean yes I and no we can that, talk though. about that yeah. so anyways it was like list the five games mm-hmm. that made you or that like kind of you know brought you into this gaming existence right or the ones that really define that for you um and i one it was weird because i'd never really thought about it before but after freshly playing uh mass effect i was like i think that's one of those games i was like i think about it so fondly it's daunting because it's such a huge undertaking to play all of them and you have to play all of them to really get the worth of it right you really feel like the the, the world and the breadth of mass Effect to watch your character arc and yes. go and to change yeah. and, to, and to whatever to grow to develop. like to develop it's like watching it's like investing in like um a tv series yeah like, you know and i think that you to really get all of it out of it you have to play all three and but again i was like man i guess mass effect is one of those games i never really thought about it but when i was filling out my little list i was like shit this is it like i think this is one of those games and uh yeah i think it's just like reflecting on it now after so long playing a mass effect originally but i think like back in like 2007 or something and then finally you know playing the trilogy for the first time and then just going back into it i was like man i i, I didn't realize i missed it or that i i cared about it like i did you know so yeah mass effect what right. are your other ones that you that kind of like made you to I, be like the gamer that you are i think you know? it, it was i'm trying to remember the the top five because i think it was like if you don't if you do all five that's fine no but I, I was i'm pretty curious. sure so it's mass effect i put the trilogy though because the trilogy is kind of like one it, in, it is own, totally yeah. like one yeah so the mass effect trilogy it was super mario 64 um Pitfall on the atari 2600 oh my god metal Old gear school. solid uh-huh. the original and what was number five? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I don't, I'm not remembering right now. But I think that it was like games like that that really kind of, because I remember specifically like playing Pitfall with my dad. And so that kind of like got me into games and got me into like playing like Nintendo and things sure. like that. But Mario 64, I remember the very first time I was like running around with Mario in like a 3D space. And I was like, this is amazing, you know? This is kind of blowing my mind. Trying to wrap your head around it. Yeah, yeah and I was been like, been playing Mario is... in like a 2D world right. forever. So playing yeah. 3D games was so, what was going on, you know? Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, yeah, these games kind of like molded my my thought process about how I feel yeah. about games. So, But if you, I don't know if you have like five games that you um, think are. Yeah, let me, I was I, like, 
I'm listening to you, but I'm also like trying to think of games that were those for me. Like, I kind of want to look up that fifth one because I, I don't think, remember what it was. Now. I think in like obviously no particular order. I think things like honestly like totally like going back to like one of my like my big big loves, but like it wasn't a console game. But like, I, can PC games be part of this? Just games in general, or have to be like a oh no video yeah game? it's just it's literally the top five games that made me oh okay yeah. so obviously World of Warcraft was huge for me. Halo 2, especially Halo 2, because Halo 2 was the one that I was, like, obsessed with playing online. Um, oh, shoot. I just had it in my head. Oh, Final Fantasy. You know, I Final Fantasy 10 was the very first game I ever played, and then I played 7 and 8 and 9 and 10 2 and dabbled in 12 and, you know, played some of the, the earlier ones, like 3, 4, and 5 and all that. Um. So what we got? World of Warcraft. Um, let's see. Um, gosh, uh, you know what's so funny is that I don't talk about this game very much, but I spent a lot of time playing it. Was a game called Tales of Symphonia. Okay, yeah, and it I was know, on yeah. GameCube, and I bought this game kind of on a whim when I was working for Best Buy and people were talking about it and I saw some like little things and they're like, oh, it's cell shaded and it's this and this and this. And I was like, oh, I'm going to pick it up. I probably put a hundred hours worth of game time into this yeah. game. I was obsessed with it. Like I was playing until like two, three o'clock in the morning, like with my TV, my, my bedroom really, really low. Cause I was still living in my parents' house. And yeah. I was like in my, my like 1920, something like that. And I was like playing and I was obsessed with this game. So I would definitely say like Tales of Symphonia is like up there with games that like really like made me. Sure. And, like, yeah. Influenced yeah, yeah. Me. And then of course, Kingdom Hearts. Right. Kingdom Hearts for sure. So mm. I've got like, you know, World of Warcraft, Halo 2, Final Fantasy, Tales of Symphonia and Kingdom Hearts. Like, right. Those are definitely, I would say like my top like five games. Nice. That I still hold a lot of love for right you know you know um i looked at that that fifth game and because it was of the time but wcw versus nwo revenge oh my god on the nintendo 64 (laughs) that was a huge game for me and my friends because we were watch we used to watch wrestling and so we would all get together and play like on with four player on nintendo we would play like battle royale and all that stuff and we that was like like before we used to hang out and drink together that's what we would do like a saturday night during the summertime we would have like a sleepover and we would play like wrestling all night and i remember that being such a big thing the other game that i was just thinking about that i put a lot of time into and i mentioned before but it's fallout 3 that's another one that's really really big i think that that's another one that like kind of defined my my gaming there are other ones too like i remember you know playing arcade games so Mm. like street fighter yeah street fighter 2 I played side-scrolling Simpsons and uh, OG Mortal you know, Kombat, Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtle, Mortal Kombat. So a lot of those games too that I very much like remember as a child. But mm-hmm. like the five that I listed were games that I was like emotionally, yeah, and like just like really invested in. Yeah, the ones that you know? really kind of grab yeah, you. Yeah, those were yeah. ones that I remember just being like obsessed with. You yeah, know? I actually didn't. But, I don't think I told you about this, but. One of my favorite arcade games of all time when I was a kid was called Sunset Riders. Mm-hmm. It's a Konami game. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was strolling, again, going through the uh, going through the um, 
store on yep. PlayStation. And it's there, available? And there it was. And I was like, must own. Oh, my God. So I bought it and played through the whole thing. And I was like, <laughs> yes, it's so good. Yeah. I love it. It's like, it's just one of those things you're just like, those memories are so sure, good. Sure, yeah. And I almost have the game goddamn memorized, right. you know? It's and like, it's you just know, amazing. of course, like, I grew up playing Super Mario Brothers. I had on my, my SNES, I had, like, the little, like, Mario Brothers, like, collection where right. it was, like, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers, like, World. And like some other stuff, so like where you were like in like the little like vegetable planet, like pulling up vegetables and throwing them at the ho- hooded guy, and mm-hmm, then like mm-hmm, you had like mm-hmm. the little raccoon tail. So I played all of those too, and I loved playing. Like I had the collection on GameCube for like Sonic. I right. had the collection on GameCube for Mega Man. Yeah. So I had all those games too that I like absolutely love. So it's like it's so hard to like narrow it, it down to hard, like five, yeah. but like literally like on top of my head, the ones that I named yeah. earlier, or those are the ones that I. I mean, granted, I know they're like newer games. Yeah. But those are ones that I felt really influenced me as like a more adult sure. gamer, and really th- coming into being a gamer. Yeah. And I think know? that when those things, like if they can grab you narratively or gameplay wise, and they really have like an effect and on you. And clearly, I have a, a type of game that I enjoy because sure. like all of them, with the exception of like Halo, because I played Halo mostly uh, like as an online game, are all like RPG narrative. Mm driven clearly i have a type right. sorry i do yeah. but that's just you know that's what i enjoy playing sure. and i don't think there's anything wrong with that you know nobody said there was well i'm defending myself mm. you, you, you're defensive for no reason at all but nobody's attacking no you. i'm just also not very i i was i was i was good at first person shooter when i was playing them all the time mm-hmm. like again halo mm. battlefront stuff like that but I don't play them very often, so I just not very good. But I like more of a of a story. Yeah, like, I'm a girl, and I like happy endings. Oh, I tend so. to I tend to fluctuate. <laughs> sometimes I go for like super hard narrative stuff, and then sometimes I go for the gameplay driven thing. It just depends on what it is, you know. Sure. Because I'll play a game like Forgotten Anne, but then I'll yeah. also play like Cyberpunk. Sure. Right. So it's just, they're different, you know. Yeah. I, I kind of like to jump around. I, I feel like my range of interest is all about aesthetic and graphics and story and things like that and look at a lot of different elements you know as i go sure. uh the last thing i wanted to mention was I, I tried a demo for this game called scarlet nexus which was getting really good reviews oh you'd mentioned very anime focused but it's got this kind of cool uh it's got a cool art style to it it's got like a cell shaded look to it it looks like it could have been a ps3 game maybe it doesn't look like so graphically superior that it couldn't have uh, existed on older systems, you know, PS4, PS3, whatever. But um, I played the demo. I I enjoyed it. It seems cool. It's got a weird story, you know. Uh, I think that that's another one that I'm like, oh, since I I don't know, since I've been kind of on that, like, anime kick, it was working for me at the time. Mm -hmm. I definitely think I want to check it out. Sorry, really, really quick aside. You did you finish Persona? No. (laughs) <laughs> no. Oh, See, that's what I was going to ask you about. You know what's funny is I I got to the first like real boss too hard, and he he's kicking my ass, and I'm going son of a bitch. Do I have to go back and grind? I and know, I'm I... not a big grinder. Like I'm not a big fan of that. I don't mind. I'm, that's uh, what I'm trying to do. Ratchet and Clank. I'm like, can I go back and grind? But there's not but a lot of that's enemies. That's not anywhere. really that's not really what Ratchet and Clank's about. I know, though. and that's the problem. I'm like, but here the problem uh... is with Persona. It is like you do kind of need to grind to get like power ups and other stuff. Sure. So I don't know. I I definitely like Persona. I I'm, I'm the the vibe of it's really cool. I don't know if I'm gonna. I, I don't know if I'm gonna jump right back in right the second. 
I think sure. I want to go through Cyberpunk. I think I want to finish Cyberpunk do and do that. And I think I just want to get that out of the way because I don't really want to think about the game yeah. anymore. Sorry, but. I totally no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, like, you're good. But, Scarlet, but anyway, Scarlet whatever. Nexus looks cool. Go. Um, it's get, getting really good reviews. I think that might be on a list of game to get at some point. Sure, it's already on sale for like fifty bucks. If I wait till around Christmas time, it's probably gonna be even cheaper than that. Like thirty five. So, yeah, something. so I might mm-hmm. even wait until I pick it up. But they have a they have a PS five version of it, so I might just wait and do that. But cool. yeah, besides, there's so many. There's actually a Funny enough, I didn't think there'd be a lot of games to talk about right now. Yeah. But for me, there, uh, actually, there actually are Good. quite a bit. That's awesome. So, yeah. but, no, that's great because yeah. it, it means that there's like, you know, Sony's listening to their clientele and then their fans being like, hey, you know what? Maybe there's not a lot of like PS5 exclusive stuff, but hey, you know what? The PS, the PlayStation Plus store has a bunch of shit you can play. I mean, the you PlayStation store important. is riddled with games. The problem I would say that on Sony's end of it is they really do a very poor job of of advertising. advertising yeah. You know, I feel bad for a lot of these, like what you call like an independent developer, sure. because they, they really don't of, get any yeah. spotlight at all. Right. And I mean, Sony's obviously into those big blockbusters because they sure. want to make the money. But, but, I, but, but for, I feel like they should highlight those independent games because like some of those independent games are literally like hidden gems. Yeah. They're like diamonds in the rough where you're like, you don't know how good they are right. until you play them. Well, and you've introduced me to a lot of those yeah. where I'm like, if I were going through the a PlayStation store like by myself, yeah. I wouldn't even like look twice at any of the games you show me. And right. then you make, you're like, play this game. And I played it and I'm like, this is awesome. Right. I actually would say that um, next, you know, when you find yourself with a little more free time, when yeah. you're done with Ratchet Clank, I would actually I suggest that stupid boss. I would actually suggest trying Forgotten Anne. It's kind of like a fun little. It's almost like a visual story that you do interact with. Mm-hmm. It's not really. It's not really action based, but you do get to kind of solve some puzzles and do some. Other. Sure. But I think that like the story itself lends itself to something that's. It's mm-hmm. interesting. So yeah, I don't know. I'd be I'd be interested in trying it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So. But that's pretty much all I've got for games this round. And Cozy Grove. You're almost oh. done with Cozy Grove. I don't know if I'm almost done with Cozy okay. Grove. I know one of the bears. One of the bears has now offered to build me a boat to go home, oh, like to get off the island. There you go. I've completed a lot of the bear's stories. That's good. So I would say that there's like uh, probably about 85% of the bears on the island are now complete. There you go. Um, I mean, they're still there. You're there. They don't go away. I know. You know, but they- They, they still ex- give you stuff to do. Yeah. They, well, they do and they don't. They give you like the task if you want to complete it just to- just to get like a little reward sure but it, there's no story to do yeah but yeah a lot of the other ones are all they're starting to complete i only have like one or two that are not like close to being done uh-huh. and uh yeah i mean there's another bear to find too once you get enough of the um spirit logs more yep. of the island appears so it's not like they're done like there's still content there but also one of, i don't know like i don't know how far they've taken their narrative yeah so I don't know. One of the, like I said, one of the uh, bears is like, I'll build you a boat so you can sail off the island. And I'm like, but you need a shit ton of materials for that. Yeah. It takes a while to build up to that. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. But Cozy Grove is interesting. I would say that there's not a lot of variety in its tasks. Yeah. That's what you're missing. You tend to do the exact same thing over Over and and over over again. again. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, cool. it, I love the art style. The, it's it's still a very precious game, you know? Cute. Yeah, but, it is very I mean, cute. But again, and Lyra, repetition And is. Lyra the cat still loves watching you fish. She does. She really does. She, <laughs> she does like the fish quite a bit. She does. Yeah, yeah. She's, it's, very, it's very sweet and very cute. So. All right. Are we um, good? Ratchet and Clank, final boss, a 
huge pain in my ass. <laughs> I'm going to finish it. I yeah. need to. It's now a thing that I'm like, I got to do. But yeah. uh, I'm really excited about Rift Apart. Yeah, I well, can't we'll wait get to play there. it. So Looks like a Pixar movie. I can't yeah. fucking wait. <laughs> and I can't wait for my Switch. Oh, yeah. I already know about five games I need. Come October. So Yeah, it'll be uh, your anything, Halloween present. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anything else you want to touch on? No, I'm good if you're All good. All right, awesome. Thank you guys so much again for joining us for episode 10 yeah, of Sex 10. Drinks Video Games. 10 months of doing this. Woohoo! Amazing. We've made it into double digits. Yeah. We're still here. Um, follow us on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. Yeah. Sex Drinks Video Games. You can probably find it if you just search. I think I also put it as as the at for Twitter. It's SDVG Podcast. Okay. So, yeah. On Instagram, it is just Sex Drinks Video Games. Uh, you can email us at sdvgpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I got that right. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo, go mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you guys again. We have a blast doing this. And thank you so much for, for listening. And, you know, reach out. Talk to me. I'm available on Instagram. Uh, Ryan takes care of the Twitter and the email. But I'm way more fun to talk to. So <laughs> reach out to me on Instagram. Yeah. I'm a nice person. And, and you Ryan can, is not. You can find this episode and all the other episodes on rcvoice.com and all other podcast services. Yes. So you got that. Spotify you can yeah. and Audible. All and your good stuff. All of it. Except so. for I still think that iHeartRadio is still not working. I think iHeartRadio oh, never shit. never happened. We had a some type of problem with it and I never really addressed it. Eh, so. Nobody uses iHeartRadio anyway. Uh, I know, right? So <laughs> anyway, thank you guys again. We have a blast. We will see you all next month for episode 11. Yeah. And yeah. Drink some amazing beers, have some awesome sex, and play some rad video games. There you go. Good night. Night. Nice.